Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Salutations and welcome to episode number 119 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, June 25th, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman, and if you think about it, any box could have vibrators in it. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. Paradise Gardens. Yeah, that's better. I can see myself marinating a chicken in that. My name's Greg Legro, and anybody seen Richie? <laughs> anybody <laughs> know why Richie, Richie did Bobby Lupo? Richie Bobby, 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 Bobby Lupo. Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? <laughs> anybody seen Richie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Yes, we <laughs> we did that movie strong. for something. Starting out for justice, yeah. yeah. Uh, he because he's uh, Gino Fellino in that movie. Gino Fellino, <laughs> hey Gino Fellino. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody <laughs> seen Richie? Anybody know Bobby did Richie Uh Yeah, he was in uh, the original Hero Swap Cage Match. Yeah, oh, that's why. Right. Yeah, Gino Fellino. The place yeah. is Brooklyn. The time is now. The cop is Gino Fellino. Jeans. That's Fellinos. what it says on the back of the box. Yep. Yeah. All of that is yeah. accurate information. Right. Oh, my God. We're starting off strong today. Really good. Yeah. This is good stuff. <laughs> Did everyone have their out for justice score sheets out? <laughs> yes. I don't even know what we're talking about right now. <laughs> uh, we have tons to talk about. We are going to play Film Roulette, where two of us rolled winner's choice last week, and we will tell you what we saw, but one of us lost and saw Battlefield Earth. And then we will also play some 9021 Oh Yeah Relay and TV Dad Cage Match. But first, we're going to do Itty Ditty, Itty Bitty, Tidbit Committee. <laughs> you almost said it. And we will also <laughs> play some King Ring. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Um, what the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> a segment that you guys have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I have a couple shout-out style plugs off the top. Uh, I was recently on the Drink Along podcast, right? and that episode came out yesterday, so go right. to modernspeary.com and listen to me talk about beer, drink beer. We talk a lot about spoof films, which I was happy about, because oh, nice. I, right. I love that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw somewhere on Facebook 
that it said something about you talking about who your favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, whenever, <laughs> whenever uh, Jeremy had to go get a beer, yeah. David was like, "Well, now I'm going to ask Dan some hard hitting questions." The <laughs> right. first hard hitting question was, "What do you like better, see you next Wednesday or Time Bandits?" Oh, ah. and I was like, "These are not hard." I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't think there's an answer that won't make. Me but cry. he asked the second hard hitting question between the second and third beer was if I liked Greg or Casey better. Oh my god! Yeah. No. No. So you'll have to listen in to find out that we all need to be on the show because it doesn't work without us, basically, uh. was my answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're winking at me, which means it's me, right? Yeah, but he's touching my leg. Yeah, uh, that yeah. is true. <laughs> Not with his hand. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> um, he's winking at me, but he's reaching in Greg's butt. So <laughs> it's anyone's ball game at this point. Yeah. There's an answer up there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go go listen to that at modern for a superior you didn't com. even ask <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have two VHS related shout outs that will lead into our announcement for Video Vengeance really mm-hmm. really quickly off the top um, there's a website called Lunch Meat VHS and you can go visit it at lunchmeatvhs.com it's convenient convenient yeah. mm-hmm. um, they did a Twitter uh, sorry, an Instagram contest that I ended up winning, and they oh, hooked no. me up real good with a tote bag, a bunch of stickers, and mm-hmm. a VHS copy of a movie called Defula, which is a movie made in the 70s. Star, uh, it's basically a Dracula sort of spoof, right. and it's all in sign language with <laughs> with narration over top of it, and it sounds amazing. Wow. Oh. Yeah, you've so not watched it yet. I've not watched it yet, that but does I sound pretty wanted amazing. to shout out Lunch Me VHS is awesome. Is it like gory or is it like I don't think so. No, it's black and white kind of Nosferatu style joke, but it's supposed to be kind of funny. Uh, right. So Fair excited enough. about that, and I wanted to shout out Lunch Meat, which mm-hmm. leads me to Video Vengeance. I always want to shout out Lunch Meat. <laughs> I was Lunch Meat. just gonna say. <laughs> I want to do it right now. No, Bologna, I'm not doing going it. to. Bologna, yeah. hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese loaf, I see you. <laughs> oh, have you ever had mac and loaf? Mac and loaf? Mac, mac and loaf? loaf? Uh, you <laughs> know who I love? Is that John Mac and loaf? Yeah. Is that what the cool kids call have it? Have you ever had that shit like with the, the macaroni? No, and I've it. seen it in the store. I don't yeah. know why anyone's like, oh, that one has garbage in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put garbage in my already garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you got garbage in my garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it good? I had it when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I liked it when I was a kid because it was like, hey, two things I like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I always just saw it and I was like, I don't know. I feel like that's foreign or something. That's not for me. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Nope. So, lunch meat, we see you. We like what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> um, but I bought a, a tape recently from a company called Nemesis Video. And they are a sort of limited edition run DIY releasing company doing... Uh, really, really small runs of of tapes. They've released Driller Killer, Don't Answer the Phone. Uh, they released a movie called Shocking Dark, which is like a sort of a Terminator ripoff. But I bought a movie called Robo Vampire, and it is mm-hmm. from them. And it is what I will be we will be screening at the next Video Vengeance. Yes. So check out Nemesis Video and and go see what they're doing because it's super cool. It's like limited edition runs of fifty tapes, uh, and and it's blue. It's awesome. It's an awesome tape. And we're gonna screen it. It's Shit, blue. Yeah. It's a blue tape. Yeah, oh, like, the tape is blue. Yeah, I thought you meant. I thought you, like in se- in like seventies Origi- terms. Originally yeah. aired <laughs> on Baby racing. Blue, <laughs> City TV classic. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's a blue tape. But Robo Vampire. We we did a movie by Godfrey Ho, the same director for Time Bandits, yep. uh, Devil's Dynamite. Yep. 
No, which, for the no, that was, 87 throwback. Okay, yeah, so that was way back before ago. we yeah, made before we shows. split it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, that this is a whole series of films in a genre of hopping vampires. Yeah, and this one is is a RoboCop ripoff meets hopping vampire movie. And boy, is it the most crazy thing I've ever seen in my life. I got it in high school at a uh, liquidation world which was just like a store that had overflow stock of stuff from other stores. And I found this DVD that said Robo Vampire on it. We watched yep. it. Of course oh, my did. God. That's what you do when yeah. something is called Robo Vampire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a movie that contains no robot vampires, but nonetheless is called Robo Vampire. This movie's going to be amazing. Uh, we're screening it on July 6th, Sunday, yeah. July 6th, that kitsch. It's mm-hmm. going to be mind-melting. This one's fucked. Like, you have to see this movie if yes. you've never seen it. Yep. It's crazy. A werewolf falls in love with a ghost in this movie, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to uh, see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, going, I'm in it mainly for the romance. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm in it to see if the, those crazy kids are going to work it out. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they... Well, how can a, a werewolf fall in love with a ghost in this fast-paced, crazy world? I just want to see how they do it. Mm. They do do it. They do. Oh, they, that like, happens in the do movie. It? They do. They have sex in the film, if I recall correctly. They do sex to each other. They do sex to yeah. each other. Oh no! And mm. at each other. Oh man! They, in the general oh, direction of each other. Werewolf pooned that ghost. Yeah, <laughs> Casey oh, Lyon style. Mm. Why is he pooning him like that? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they both dudes? I assume they were both dudes, which I'm totally cool with. Um. So I wrote down some news, but what else do you guys... Is there anything that you guys wanted off the there top? There is news. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I guess it's almost a week old now, but uh, Ryan Johnson's been yes. tapped to do the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Assuming the first one ever comes out, because Harrison Ford's leg is broken and yeah. delaying everything. But, yeah. <laughs> like Ryan, an idiot. Like an idiot. Thanks a lot, Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Ryan Johnson, Looper, Brick. Yeah. Uh, those are movies he's made. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> That's not, those aren't nicknames. Nope. <laughs> Oh, Ryan Although Looper Johnson. Yeah. comes with a Looper brick. Um, so, yeah, yeah, also the brother's point. choice. Yeah, it's a weird choice. Uh, I think people know him best now as uh, the guy who directed the Fly episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. Which did a great job. Really I good. Feel, but I feel like off the strength of Looper, it, yeah. ma- it does kind of make sense. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, like it, I was surprised, but then I was also kind of like, well, you know, he d- is known now for sort of Looper was his most high profile Sure. So I can understand but, why I mean, it's. I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of fine to do. Find a little bit of a smaller director. And yeah. Pro, uh, you know, it's not like there was big profile names doing the original series. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, Irvin Kershner had had worked before that, but yeah. not like nothing like of that nature. In the really. public eye. Mm-hmm. I was saying it's funny. Like I don't know how many times I watched the Star Wars movies, but yeah. like, I like everyone. Everyone's like, yeah, Empire. Irvin Kershner. Ugh. No, no one remembers who directed Jedi. No, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I can't. I can't think of it. Off <laughs> Couldn't do it right now, whatsoever. No. I think it was Matt, ha- uh, Mark Hamill. Matt <laughs> Hamill. I think it was Mark's, uh, yeah, Mark's Mark older brother. <laughs> hey, Mark, can you give me a job? Yeah, no, Mark. Mark Hamill was like, "I'll come back, but it's got to be directed by my brother." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I owe him a lot of money. We have to do this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited for that as someone that has no stake in the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in well, the universe. Like, like I love the the original three, but yeah, I, you know, it just again, it just can't get any worse. So yeah, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. yeah, sure. Why not? I'm glad it's not they're not just like trying to lock up Abrams or all of them. So. No, I think that would be a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens to him. Yeah, but, yeah Ryan Johnson, that's cool. 
there's Predator news. I wrote down the Predator news yeah. as something to talk there's about. There's Predator news that should be shockingly bad, but yeah. is shockingly amazing yeah, instead. When, <laughs> when I walked in, I said to Casey that I had mentioned that the, uh, the the Predator news in our Facebook thread, but you, don't, you only saw the URL, which I, just said pres- Predator the, Reboot. Predator Reboot, and right. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. But then I told him the names that were contained within yes. that link. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. And Fred then I Decker. shat in my drawers. Yeah. Fred Decker. Fred Decker, who... I think vowed never to watch or direct a movie again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for those of you who are like, why do I know that name? Fred Decker is behind uh, Monster Squad. Yep. And Night of the Creeps. Mm-hmm. Two of my favorite movies, maybe of all time. Definitely Two Night of the Creeps. Two of the best movies. Yeah. Monster, Monster Squad is, Monster Squad is, is look, my favorite Monster Squad of all is time. amazing, but I love Night of the Creeps. Oh, yeah. Night of the Creeps is hands down one of the best fucking horror movies. Oh, man. Yeah. I just go nuts for that movie. It's so, so much great. fun. Tom Atkins is so good in it. Oh, yeah. my God. I've got a pretty dope Tom Atkins t-shirt. You do, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then, yeah, but he was in a contractual thing and had to do RoboCop three, and it's and it's so horrible. Oh yeah, it's just so horrible. And then he just was like, and eh, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe rightfully so. And he disappeared. But uh, and Shane Black, of course, uh, wrote the eighties. Yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he wrote. And was in Predator. Yeah, he's the guy with the big glasses who tells all the yeah. bad jokes. Yeah, they gave him that role. Bad because jokes, they... Greg. <laughs> Listen, or <laughs> the best jokes. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> you got a big pussy. <laughs> no, no echo from you. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's a lie. Um, yeah, yeah, my he, pussy's not that not big. that big. No echo in there. Yeah, they know. gave him that role because they wanted him to do some rewrites on it, but they thought like if we gave him a role in the movie, it would kind of attract him to the project or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's really good at it. It's weird that he hasn't yeah. really done much more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's quite a team. Yeah, they're saying uh, sh- they want Shane Black to direct it, and then they're, he's going to oversee the writing of a script uh, by Fred Decker. Yeah. Oh, so Fred De- Decker's, Decker's going to do not the directing. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. But I think and Fred uh, Decker wrote Monsters Squad yeah. Yeah. with Shane Black. Yeah. And uh, wait, seriously? Yeah. Shane Black co-wrote uh, Monster Squad. Yeah. Yeah. You I know that? Did not know that. Totally. So that's all sorts that's of crazy. Also, why it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so from what I read, the Shane Black has been sort of doing some other uh, projects. He's doing something that was maybe attached to uh, Ryan Gosling, a period piece about uh, some cops or detectives or something. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name that was, but I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, so he's he's got like a couple Gosling movies, cops. a couple movies down the pipeline. So I don't know exactly when they're talking about this to come out. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's the best. All of those things together. Seeing Decker's name on anything is yeah, big, yeah. it's big news if you're a big dork. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna and get the yeah, uh, the biggest news. That's so exciting. Yeah, I just, I'm loading up Slash Film because I know that their piece had the stuff that Shane Black is currently attached to. And I just hope they do something with it because it's really hard to do something with this property. Not because clearly, <laughs> well, it is because a lot of the well. There's been so many movies now, and we've seen the characters so much. Like, there isn't a whole lot of shock or, like, amazement to see the Predator anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, we've seen him so many fucking times now. He stopped being alarming. To the point or, where, in the trailer for Predators, they pulled the thing where they, like, had Adrian Brody standing there, and the little Predator light went up on his head, and yeah. then, then they lit, like, 15 up. Yeah. To make you think that the movie was going to be about twenty predators, where yeah. in the movie it's like two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they keep and stop making the predator somebody's fucking buddy, man. Yeah. Ugh. The ones totally. That don't need to be human. He doesn't need to be humanized. It's fucking leave him alone. He's yeah. scary. And but <laughs> I don't know. The surprise is gone. I didn't mind that 
Adrian Brody Predators movie. It could have been like worse. Half of it when mm-hmm. there were no predators in it, and yeah. there was just a lot of ominous what's going on, you know, and then being lost and sort of hunted. Mm-hmm. That portion is cool. So I guess if you can make the hunt terrifying, yeah, then you've got something. But I think they have their work cut out for them, as good as they are. Yeah, um, definitely hard, hard to make it. You know. Uh, impactful totally so shane black has been developing doc savage at sony oh and is also putting together the cast for the nice guys a script he wrote a few years ago that could end up with ryan gosling and russell crowe in the cast but nothing is set <laughs> so two other movies on the uh, horizon but cool that i mean was iron i can't remember was iron man successful iron it, man it was right it was the okay. yeah 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 because I really liked Iron Man three, and I know yeah, that like too. I would like to see more of him sort of at the helm of movies because I really like uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, yeah man, great. that yeah. movie was fucking great, super good. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they must have something on the plate, honestly, yeah. for Fred Decker to be like, yeah, I'll go deal with a a very difficult property. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could also see them sort of, uh, well, maybe not Decker, but but Black being kind of like, okay, you know, obviously I've seen this thing after the first movie go through a couple iterations, and obviously I feel like he would have some ideas of like, I know exactly where they went wrong because mm-hmm. I saw what happened to Predator Two, mm-hmm. saw what happened to Predators. I was there for the first one. Yeah, He's got to have ADB some ideas. Nonsense. Yeah. Ugh. I didn't even see the second one of those those uh, Alien versus Predator ones. I did. Uh, which apparently, because the it's first awful. one, nothing yeah. happens at all ever. At all. Yeah, and then in the second one, it like I saw trailers for it. And it looks pretty gory. Well, that was like, the whole it thing. Like they they apologized. The they gore. were like, "We're sorry, it wasn't ours, so we're doing it right this time." But it was yeah. still a piece of shit. It was yeah. so bad. Yeah, I barely remember it. I just kind of like I think I liked it more than the first one. Yeah, but it's, it's not still just forgettable, <laughs> bad you know shit end filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those were the two things I wrote down. Yeah, uh, I've got uh, a couple things. Oh, yeah, uh, I saw Blue is the Warmest Color. Yeah, I want to hear a little bit about that. That movie has got many vaginas in it, uh, most of which apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's your takeaway from this like artful film about love. There are some vaginas in it. It was a film about vaginas, if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, uh, it was good, but uh, it felt pretty standard. Um the the main girl is fucking amazing. Uh, they're very graphic. I don't, know, I don't really know a lot about this movie. Uh, it's basically just about a young high school girl with uh, who's sort of like trying to figure out her sexuality, mm-hmm. um, and she meets a girl in a lesbian bar, and they become lovers. And it's basically just charts their relationship. Okay. Um, and it's that's based off a graphic novel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just that's just all it is. Like I mean, yeah. I, I almost kind of feel like. Again, the performances are great. Uh, the style of filmmaking is great, but the story itself is so banal. It's just a story. It's just a tiny little story, like a tiny little love story. That's not necessarily bad or hard to watch. Somehow they made a three-hour movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Three hours. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, three All hours. Right. Uh, with some of the most graphic sex scenes you've ever seen in a, a mainstream movie, um, or art house, yeah. mainstream uh, art house. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I felt I felt like the the sex did not uh, like the hardcore sex in the movie didn't serve the purpose i think it was supposed to i don't think it needed to be in there but otherwise it's a pleasant movie yeah i've been meaning to watch it yeah i know some people that really liked it and i was interested to see it yeah i didn't really like it i didn't hate it at all it's quite a pleasant movie and again you should see it just for for the main the main girl she i can't her name is adele i can't pronounce her last name Mm -hmm. but uh she is fucking fantastic in this movie right now yeah sweet 
Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see anything? a lot this week because uh, we've well, been doing northeast. Some, oh yeah, North by Northeast. You guys and super, catching up on how are you stuff. guys like got the like post the post uh, festival hangover feel? Uh, just not super really, tired because you know what no. the festival wasn't super no? busy. No, uh, it had a lot of bad press this year because yeah. they kind of did things differently. Totally, well, it was handled extremely poorly. Really, really bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like super. Duper bad. Um, and uh, I guess they learned it because uh, they had this 45-day radius clause. Yeah. <laughs> that you could not, you can't play anywhere. Before no or play. after. Which is like, and that when they were questioned about that, when they put it out there, the uh, the new festival director was like, well, look, you know, uh, Coachella does the same thing. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But the, yeah, you can tell Soundgarden not to play L.A. Yeah. yeah. Because they're busy touring the world, making all kinds of money doing that. Whereas like exactly. these tiny bands and small venues who that, that, like, might yeah. be able to make a couple of bucks playing a fucking gig somewhere is really going to hurt fucking North by Northeast. Give me yeah. a fucking break. Ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, no, know. it was ridiculous, and the, and the fact that they but didn't, then they, then they pulled it. The fact that yeah. they on the pulled it in the middle of the yeah. festival. Okay, yeah. sorry, sorry, we're not going to do that anymore. No. Yeah, you can pull it now. We'll see if that stands next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the yeah. the fact that they danced around the like the whole thing because because it was so clearly just like well, CMW moved closer. So we are now. So we're gonna freak the fuck out, man. (laughs) So we're just gonna act like a bunch of petulant assholes, yeah, for a whole week. The forty-five day clause just conveniently happened to start like right when CMW started. So it was obviously a a way to force people to choose. Oh yeah, and they were kicking bands out left, right, and center out of uh, North by that they found out played CMW, which or maybe those just played fucking like charity gigs. Yeah, Yeah, because bands were playing charity gigs. gigs. That's the thing that amazes me. And bands were playing like under different names oh, to try yeah, and like yeah, hide yeah. it and still yeah, get caught. Was a yeah. big piece of shit. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, it was yeah. just it, it was such a joke. And, and, it, and wasn't, yet, it wasn't that great. The bands weren't all that fucking good. Well, Listen, I saw a couple of well, fucking yes, shows. I saw all the bands I knew that were going to be good. Champion were good. Lover, yeah. yeah, Champion Lover just melted my face. You guys, yeah, yeah uh, fucking Rulers of the Moon. Fucking that show was amazing. I, I may remember it, or I don't know. <laughs> I was a little drunk. Yeah. Um, another city was fantastic. Yeah, Royal Creatures were fantastic. Fuck yeah, and yeah, you know, like the rest of it was kind of. We, bands that were in time slots they shouldn't have been didn't bring people out there were so many sets I watched where people didn't bring fucking anyone yeah. like, you weren't allowed to play for 45 days yeah, yeah and you, you, had, still you still couldn't you had draw 45 days to call your a couple friends <laughs> <laughs> it blew it yeah but, do you think uh, any of that has to do with like people that knew bands that were just like well fuck this NX and anything because of what's going on I'm just not going to go uh, I think there could have been yeah, there, there could have been, been a lot there. of that I, I, but at the same time go out and support your friends. Yeah. I heard it was poorly attended across the city though not just our little pocket that we experienced. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, I didn't go to anything and that was just be- most mostly just because it was just like I couldn't deal with the set times and stuff like sure. I, if I'm not if I'm not out like I used to be doing, you know, like a bunch of sets every night then I it's either all or nothing kind of for me and I was just like, nah, I'll be in bed at one probably cuz yeah. I'm an old man now." <laughs> yeah, old man Gorman, that's what I call you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean other than seeing bands that I knew were going to come and bring it and they mm-hmm. brought it, which was really just great to see that kind of, I don't know consistency or, yeah. you know, in, in some ways the best things I've seen people do yeah um, so yeah I don't know it's nice that talented bands remain talented and the festival mm-hmm. was really stupid yep speaking of stupid uh huh you guys need to get into the king ring yeah let's uh, do that let's, let's step even, into the king let's ring. you guys watch the Langoliers yeah <laughs> yep uh <laughs> uh <laughs> we now just this, in case anyone hasn't been following Casey and I Started watching uh, Stephen King TV miniseries because they've got uh, film adaptations of It and The Stand coming, and we started talking about these 
uh, the miniseries, TV events, mm-hmm. and then we just now stumbled into watching them all. Yeah. yeah. Now <laughs> so, we're dumb enough to watch them all. Th- yeah. This one being uh, directed by Tom Holland. Right, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah, Child's Play, Fright Night, yeah. Yeah. amongst others. Uh, they, yeah, don't mention the others, because then it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's notable that he did direct a couple of kind of uh well I, I can't call child's play the best movie in the whole it's wide world good. but it's a great it's pretty good for play. what it is yeah. and fucking fright night's a great fucking oh movie. man fright night's good uh this movie felt like it was directed by a fucking champ <laughs> uh, who didn't even know how it, to direct who had seen a tv show yeah. once uh, from someone's window across the street. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst one so far. It's really bad, but it's fascinating. This movie is How called terrible. The Langoliers. In parentheses, Balky stabs everybody. <laughs> it's so poorly shot. It looks like shit. It looks fucking just terrible. Total shit. Every shot is the worst shot you could pick for that moment. And just the most awkward way to show everything you need to show in that shot. Yeah, yeah. Like it's this kind of workhorse kind of like. Well, as long as those two people are in the shot. They seem to be talking to yeah. each other. I'll just put the camera on them, and then I'm going to go get a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, now, I love this novella. Like, I love it. Uh, it a, I read it over and over. it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. super, super duper. I haven't read it since I was, like, 14 No, I read it when it first came out. Because yeah. conceptually, was this was another one where, like, I would go to school when it was airing, and I remember yeah. people talking about it on, yeah. the, like, they're on a plane, and they wake up, and no one else is there. Yeah. And I was like, super that cool. sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I loved the novella. And this is, and I, I saw this when it aired, and it's really accurate uh yeah everything goes on in it and it's but every it's everything is done wrong though. it couldn't be told worse first no. of all don't get balky to fucking play craig toomey <laughs> well, but this is the thing with these stephen king miniseries is you get everyone from old shows yeah you've got balky from perfect strangers mm-hmm. you've got that girl from 30 something you got the fucking bad oh guy patricia white yeah terrible in this movie. you got the bad guy from swamp thing uh, got, hold on bad guy from swamp uh, thing. nick Oh, that's oh that guy is the fucking worst. <laughs> He's pretty bad. Uh, Dean Stockwell. Dean's, it, throughout this whole thing, th- like I swear to God, he he had not memorized any of his lines oh, because his but he's the best one. He's he's. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty good where everyone else is just... Oh, my God. The kid who plays Albert? Oh, Lord. It is the fucking worst. <laughs> um, Dean Stockwell, every time he has a line that's more than like one or two words, he's like, yes, my dear boy. It seems as though we need to... Um, need to uh, <laughs> uh, there's like these Langoliers or something. <laughs> uh, on, on the topic of the cast, I want to call out from the Wikipedia that mm-hmm. uh, TV Guide gave it one out of four stars. They yep. called it tedious, boring. Yep. And, uh, oh, there's said, a really catty remark about Bronson Pinchot. That's what I'm getting to. Yes, so so they, they, they then <laughs> mentioned the cardboard characters and its dishwatery cast, which I love. Uh, and then it said, <laughs> with, with the sole exception of Pinchot, who rolls his eyes like an alien thespian from the planet Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, girlfriend! Yeah, Bravo, that was, That's my TV sole guide. note from watching this, was I, that oh, comment. Uh, that's a great line. If I, if, if I wrote that line, I'd like... Press uh, planet ham, period. And then I like brush my hands off. Like, Gorman, you've done it again. <laughs> and then I never write anything yeah. ever uh-huh. again. Now, there's some really bad. Now, even David Morse, who I think is a great Jesus. actor, so likable, is so shitty in it. Even like, I, I feel like no one knows what they're supposed to be saying or like it's being fed to them via earpiece. Because at the beginning of the movie, David Morse is told by like his boss or whatever, like, hey, listen, we got to talk. Yeah. It's about your wife. And David Morse goes, 
wife. Uh-huh. Oh, you mean my ex-wife? I'm divorced. <laughs> yeah. yeah he says the, it's so weird. And like he says wife, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, as if and he's never she, had a wife before. And then he before. goes like, look, you're, there's been an accident. Yeah. He's like, oh, is my wife all right? Well, oh, is she dead? <laughs> yes. And he's like, huh? <laughs> and, and the guy goes, are, is, are you okay? He's like, look, it's, it's just a shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's literally like, uh, he's like, oh, my ex-wife is dead? All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's, but it's fucking occasionally extremely entertaining. Oh yeah, I I didn't have as much bored. Like okay, I this is worse than Tommy Knockers, but more watchable. Mm. I would say because it's so bad. It is, and Bronson yeah. Pinchot is just like I, well, I'm not going to be Belky. That what does Belky not do? <sighs> scream, everything. scream! Like yeah. his every line of his might as well have been I'm an asshole and I demand to know what's going on right now. <laughs> the the clip that I have seen, I've seen the finale of the film because I I knew like growing up everyone talked about the effects and stuff. Oh, and, oh so I've seen that whole chunk of the end where he's like running and it's just like this, this was is bizarre. This what was... is he doing? Did they, they film? him running away from the Langoliers like that and we're like cool we're gonna put that on TV it looks weird <laughs> oh my but like his whole body movement everything is very jerky it looks like he's like... running on like a tr- daddy like, a, a, like he's running like at the gym like on so, like he's working out and they've mm. just like rear projected yeah, behind yeah. like it doesn't look like he's running it looks no, there's no, some shots like weird. that yeah. yeah there's a couple of, they go they mix it up to make it look even weirder <laughs> yeah but um, this was 1995, you guys. The was it 1995? Oh my god! How it's is it possible that well, the TV. fucking the I don't care if it's TV or not. The fucking effects look like they were done by a high school student who yeah. knows a lot about computers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is post Jurassic Park, right? Uh, yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. also, this there's is, things you can do. That, this is like, pre-pumping money into TV like it's a movie, though. At sure. The same time. Yeah, but still, like this yeah. is embarrassing. It was it's embar- embarrassing. In, in 1995. It was like, oh shit! Why yeah. did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it looks Puppets so amateurish. Been better, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, there's a million things. You now, in done. the book, are are they are the are the Langoliers scary? Like, do they sound scary the way they, they're, they're described? Well, well, it was one of those things. Where it was hard to picture them. Yeah. yeah. It was like they were they changed in size. They were and the way the way they they describe it in the movie is the way they describe it in, in the book. As I remember, is they're all you know teeth and hair yeah. and like, uh, but but they're sort of of indiscriminate shape. Yeah, they keep changing. Like, yeah, you can't you almost can't focus on them. Yeah, so, um, they decided. Well, what if we had like uh, some oysters? <laughs> yeah, with uh, that like yeah. the video game Pac Man. Yeah, yeah. If I had to sum it up, it's called Hungry Hungry Oysters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going on this. Uh, and uh, once again, uh, terrible kid casting. Oh God, that kid's the worst. Oh man, I don't know if the worst. Now all the kids I've seen in uh, Stephen King miniseries, she's just so bored. Yeah, like, and her scream is really intense. Uh, ah, yeah. It's, just one, like, it's just one note screaming. when she screams. It's just like. And but other than that, she's like, "Hey, this guy over here stabbed me right in the chest." Yeah, did uh, you know I was blind? Have you seen my blind person glasses? <laughs> I'll mention again that I'm blind. I assume I can't see if I'm blind. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. Pretty. And the end. Oh, it ends. 
It, oh, the ending is wonderful. Freeze frame? It, ran, it, it oh, does. On yes. A fr- running, a sitcom freeze yeah, frame. Yeah, running down a hallway, and the little Albert guy jumps in the air. He jumps in the air, <laughs> kicks his little foot out, and then it freeze frames, <laughs> and it's like the Family Ties writing. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's so inappropriate. Yeah. It Produced makes by Mr. no Parker. sense. I only knew that because of the Wikipedia. I just like okay. the, the, the description on the Wikipedia so says, like, funny. and then they end with a freeze frame. Yeah. Like, what? Literally, they're running. Holy they fuck. all, th- like, all, like, however, eight of them that are left are running the arms are all linked up and they're running down this hallway (laughs) (laughs) and Albert jumps up and awkwardly kicks his little leg in there tune in next week on the Langoliers where the gang regains the joy to live (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah this thing is three hours long yeah so I I, but I feel like you should watch it I don't know if I will ever watch it. People I feel should, like I will go. Listen, this thing is really funny. I'll watch it's, more it's of it on, net, on on yeah. YouTube, baby. When you got a little blind girl whose first line is, somebody speak to me because I can't find my aunt and I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. It one. really does sound like people are just feeding character oh, traits it's so, into somebody's yeah, yeah, earphone. It's so like, poorly written. It's like there wasn't a script. and they Oh, except for the times when, like we've talked about the, the clunky way uh, Stephen King yeah. dialogue is is translated. And this into was uh, written to a teleplay by Tom by, Holland. By Tom Holland yeah. and Stephen King. Yeah. yeah. Um, or I think Stephen King no, sort just of oversaw says, it. It says know. written by Stephen King novel Tom yeah. Holland teleplay. Right. Um, but yeah, there's a point where uh, where like Nick, the the guy who's like supposed to be some sort of British special secret agent, agent or something. Or something yeah. <laughs> fucking dumb like that and uh and he's like he tells patricia wedding don't you go weak sister on me and i'm like that's not something anybody says <laughs> that's don't say it like it's something people say because it's not yeah incredibly bad yeah. unbelievably bad yeah and stephen <clears throat> king shows up with a little mustache oh god yeah. i wish he was like the captain or something of a plane uh, <laughs> uh, he should have played ca- the blind girl yeah. yeah. Also, I'm blind yeah. and I'm Stephen King. I mean, I'm a little girl. Uh, <laughs> wink. Did I say wink? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just meant to wink. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to wink. I'll shut up now. I'll just close both eyes. I'll fly the plane. Uh, wink. Sorry, I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm just going to go uh, fly the plane. Wink. <laughs> I didn't mean to wink that time. But I didn't. I just said it. I'm not going to go pretend to fly the plane. I will really fly the plane. Wink. wink. <laughs> I mean, I am going to pretend to wink while I fly the plane. Wink. <laughs> Uh, oh dear God! Yeah, um, that's it. What what's up next in King Ring? Are you guys going to do another? Yeah, what are we doing next? <clears throat> well, we're going to end with uh, the stand and it because mm-hmm. yeah. those are the kind of the most I might remember the stand the, with the, you guys. the one that people kind of people will defend those. Yeah, yeah. Um, one um, erroneously, <laughs> I, I would say. Yeah, um, I would agree. Uh, I've well, de- look. I've defended the stand before, but I know how bad it is. But yeah. I feel like it was one of the like uh, closest. Yeah, getting, right. There's some really bad casting though. Um, so what do, what else is there? There's um, Golden Years. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, uh, there's been a bunch of recent ones. Something yeah, called yeah. like Bag of Bones or something. Is yeah, that yeah, one yeah. that became something? There was also one. Okay, so well, we have the Salem's Lot. Uh, right. there's Rose Red. That's the yeah. Salem's Lot's got the Bucktooth Vampire. Uh, there's the Stand, the Shining. Uh, on t- uh, 97 Quicksilver Highway from 97. I don't know what the fuck that is? The oh. episode that I mentioned in the 
previous episode, Revolutions of Becca Paulson, that was based on Tommyknockers. Storm of the Century was 99. Oh, that's the other one I was Desperation, what, 2006. Yeah, yeah. And Bag of Bones was 2011. Okay, I'm then, curious about Desperation. Oh, and Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Wait, what? Which what? was a eight like a episode anthology. Oh wait, that's no. a collection. Oh. with so they did with battle- the Langoliers. No, no Langoliers that's four past, midnight. Four past midnight. They did yeah, Battleground, yeah. Crouch, and Umni's Last Chance. Case the end of the whole mess. The Road I'm Virus not heads a fucking north. Anthology. That's not happening. Yeah, so, uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> How long is it? Well, it's eight episodes. So also oh, okay. fifth quarter, Autopsy Room Four, and you'll you know they got a hell of a band. Yeah, I don't know. Dolores Claiborne is that next? Uh, yeah, that was a movie though. That was a movie. Oh, that's a movie. Yeah. Apparently, a good movie. Okay. Yeah, uh, I heard. I've heard, heard what people then, say was... then there's Golden Years, Rose whop, whop, Red, whop. Salem's Sorry. Lot. Let's watch Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. Yeah. All right, we'll okay. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Larry Cohen. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Mm. All right. That's, that's 184 that's minutes. Yeah, the vampire looks really goofy in this. All right. Yeah. Like, like half, like really act creepy, like scared me when I was a kid. But then the teeth are buck teeth. Yeah, like the fangs, and it's just like, well, oh, sorry, no, this one was Toby Hooper. <laughs> uh, oh, it is Toby Hooper. Return. Right. I've so seen Salem's it, but lot. not since I was, I don't is know, Larry thirteen. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah. we'll see what Salem's Lot is like. Sweet. I like that book a lot. I don't know. I feel like Stephen King himself is a bit of a bucktooth vampire. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bucktooth vampires, yeah. we should go to Film Roulette and see if any of us watched a movie about a bucktooth vampire. Spoiler alert, I don't think any of us did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, King of Segways. <laughs> Film Roulette is their weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. Last week we rolled for winner's choice, so Casey and I got to see whatever the hell we wanted to see, but the loser has to go see something that looks shitty. Greg stayed at home and watched Battlefield Earth because uh, what was the connection there with Battlefield Earth to the other last Um, week's? Episode. I don't remember something. I don't know. Science, we had a connection. Science fiction. Shitty science good science fiction because Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the loser gets to give uh, the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Yeah. We listened to Swollen Members, Greg and I, at the case at the hand of Casey. Mm-hmm. So we will do all that and more and roll for next week in mm-hmm. Film Roulette. Let's do mm. it. Casey and I, we saw Winner's Choice, whatever we wanted. Whatever we wanted. Whatever. I so, whatever I wanted. What did you go see? I went and saw a movie called The Double. Okay. Uh, oh, directed cool. by uh, Richard Iowati. Yes. Uh, and and I saw this. And written by uh, Richard Iowati and Avi Corinne. Yeah. Who is has something to do with Harmony Corinne because Harmony Corinne was a producer on this mm-hmm. thing. And it huh. was uh, based on a novel by, by Dostoevsky. Yeah. Um, I saw this at TIFF last year. Yes. And I loved it. What did you think? Well, now, if I say I loved it, I'm going to just seem like I'm copying Yeah, it. I loved it. What did you think? I hated it. Yeah? No, it was good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, before we get to our opinions, I'll uh, tell the listeners uh, what it's about. According to IMDb, a clerk in a government agency finds his unenviable life taking a turn for the horrific with the arrival of a new co-worker who is both his exact physical double and his opposite, confident, charismatic, and seductive with women. Starring Jesse Eisenberg and Mia Wasikowska, amongst others, yeah. including Wallace Shawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you just—that was all I was going to say, anyway. So <laughs> you were out there. You were just going to say, "I Next. liked it." It's a movie about this. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Much. 
Uh, no, it's it's pretty good. Um, it wasn't my favorite movie, and I think a lot, like, I think every once in a while it got lost in its style, like, in its sort of, like, Gilliam-esque style. Yeah, it's very, yeah, recalls what's, what's, Brazil. What's he like as a director? I find it very peculiar that this well, was... Well, I you, haven't have, seen Submarine. I've seen Submarine. Um, he's, he's kind of a chameleon, because Submarine was... A little Wes Anderson esque, yeah. and this is, I would say, Terry Gilliam esque. Yeah. But I think it's heavily Terry Gilliam. But I find that his—I don't know—I find that he's able to pull it off, not like other directors where you're just like you're ripping off someone. Yeah, for uh, me anyway. Yeah, no, I didn't feel necessarily like he was ripping ripping off Terry Gilliam. I just felt like it, it felt a lot like a Terry Gilliam movie, and it sort of got lost in its. Uh, weird visual style mm. every once in a while. And also, I've never heard anybody do a worse job at trying to sound American than Mia Wasikowski or whatever her name uh, is. Yeah, I didn't notice anything, yeah. Because it started out like she was supposed to... I felt like she was supposed to be American. Now, some people in this movie do have British accents. Some people do not. Their currency, I think, is very... Um, uh, like it's a very generic landscape. Like mm-hmm. it's not supposed yeah. to be the states. It's not supposed to be this place. So I don't know. Maybe that was intentional. But like she would just switch indiscriminately back and forth from this sort of like American accent to her proper British accent. Huh. It was weird and off-putting. <laughs> um, Jesse Eisenberg was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, it was very funny at times. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, it was. <laughs> it's confused Casey to the point of. <laughs> I thought it was really good, but I had a lot of problems with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember thinking like, yeah, that like it was like perfect or anything. But I remember just having a really great time and thinking it was really wild. Like I just enjoyed watching it a lot when I saw it. it but it's it, also been a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. It's just you really changed a lot. Dan. I've changed. I've changed a lot. guys. Listen, I've grown up a lot in the past. Yeah, year. You I really have. say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I was going to take you aside later, but you know, maybe this is the Let's place. Let's do it on, the, on air. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm really proud of you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I, yeah. you know, thanks. It means a lot <laughs> coming from you guys. Yeah, yeah. Now we're just not talking about I the know. double anymore. <laughs> I don't know. No, I really like uh, Richard Awade, and I think that like I'm really intrigued to see where he goes next because. Jumping from submarine to the double has been sort of such a wild change, mm-hmm. and I thought that the pacing and and the score in the double especially were, were were kind of brilliant. Like I remember the the music just being really cool, and and sort of the rhythmic pace of the film. Uh, yeah, which is something that like I know like Gilliam in Brazil, it's pretty wild and it's pretty weird. But um, I think Matthew Price mentioned it recently on on an episode of the Do Over about how. You go back to watch Brazil, and it's a lot shaggier than you remembered in your yeah. mind, which I actually like. But I don't think like I think this movie kind of has its own things separate from the Gilliamisms. Mm-hmm. Like it's really oh, it rhythmic. Absolutely and, does. And, like I'm not again. I don't think it, it feels like a ripoff. Yeah. I just I think it it feels a lot like a Terry Gilliam movie. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I was game for like I didn't expect it to not be style over substance. Because submarine is very style, like the stylist, the style of submarine is so embedded in the movie, mm-hmm. like to the point where maybe it does overshadow the story sometimes. Yeah. So I is, wasn't surprised when I saw this that it was similar. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you were set for that, and yeah. I wasn't. But I, I, but I didn't like how it did that. Like I didn't like that 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 every once in a while it just becomes like, all right, fucking just just tell a story and don't yeah. show me how weird this phone is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like, how weird is it? <laughs> it was pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't get me wrong. And then all of a sudden, 
uh, out of nowhere, here comes Jay Maskus. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is he doing here? Yeah, I love I that. I was delighted <laughs> that Jay Maskus showed Probably up. Probably showed up to Jay. shred some riffs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just he showed up to mope for a second. Yeah. Went Classic away. Jay. Somebody's yeah. got to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely say see it. But it wasn't the best movie this year. Mm-hmm. No, and I think it does kind of maybe hurt itself by coming out now in a year where we've already seen a bunch of movies that we've raved about, like that are yeah. so so amazing. And and also like I, I found it, it shared like I, I in no way was it the same movie as Enemy, but it shared similar themes. Oh yeah, uh, as there's any two movie. of them. Yeah, yeah as <laughs> any movie with two dudes who are the same. Well, dude, yeah, and they both they're played... gonna share the same some similar things. They both yeah. played at TIFF too at the same time, Enemy yeah. and the Devil. So like that was the year where everybody was talking just about like which movie w- about the two dudes did you see? Yeah, yeah, and. I I saw both movies about both dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we yeah. Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that was the double. Yeah. yeah. And enemy. Uh, <laughs> well, I could see whatever I wanted to and a movie played at NXNE this year that I saw and can now talk about and that film is Boyhood. Yeah. Oh, the Link Richard Linklater film. Oh my, yeah. Uh I am to be described this movie in one sentence, The Life of a Young Man Mason from age 5 to age 18. This is the movie Richard Linklater shot with Patricia Arquette, Ethan Hawke, uh, Eller Coltrane and a bunch of other people over the course of like almost 20 years yeah. uh, tracking them sort of filming every couple of years uh, and and sort of you see them all age up there on the screen while you're watching it mm-hmm. and uh, it's sort of a it's 166 minutes it's a long movie mm-hmm. um, and it does not feel it this movie is fucking great <laughs> uh, really unsurprisingly this is amazing amazing movie there was I think the the one thing that I will say was there it did surprise me that there were moments that I didn't think landed perfectly but in a movie of this length with this sort of ambition it's fucking amazing and you've ne- and you, you see like in the commercials like boyhood oh, a cinematic experience you've never seen before or whatever it's like yeah it's true you've never seen a movie like this yeah. you've never yeah. seen a movie where the main character is a tiny tiny child at the beginning of the movie he looks so young and then grows up to be a full teenager like before your eyes yeah, yeah. it's incredible that's pretty crazy um and thank god it's a pretty good like or a good movie it's amazing yeah. like you did this to this kid for like 20 years it's like, bad. listen it sucks yeah <laughs> you grew up real shitty yeah <laughs> it sucks because you suck <laughs> you grew into a real it's, fuck face yeah and i don't want to make a movie about you anymore. and it's also crazy because this kid that you picked when you're so long young like you don't know you know how he's gonna grow into his yeah. features you don't know how like it's yeah, almost yeah. like he must have had to learn how to act every few years you know what i mean like yeah. has he been doing other acting i'm not 100 percent sure i don't recognize <laughs> or him did richard linkletter just purchase purchase him, him yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like the truman show yeah like, i bought yeah. this kid no like there's gonna make a movie with ethan hawk with him and then dead to me dead to I me bought... <laughs> i bought a kid from ed harris yeah um, <laughs> Like and and this movie very very smartly because Richard Linklater is pretty brilliant. Um, doesn't beat you over the head with the like uh, with the aging stuff. It's very it, and also good because yeah. I mean like this could so quickly become a gimmick. You yes, know? It, it, oh, and yeah. and at its core, it is kind of a gimmick. Like here's yeah. the movie where you know we shot it every X amount of mm-hmm. years, but. Yeah. 
but it, it what the thing that it does really smartly in both the score and in just the way that the movie is scripted is that a music plays a fairly major point in the film and not in a way like you know quentin tarantino just like cranks up the soundtrack but in a way that you understand the passage of time because popular songs are playing in scenes sometimes just in the background yeah so you're kind of like oh you know some dumb song from like the early 2000s is playing and you're and you're because it's such a popular song in real life mm-hmm. you're you kind of mentally sometimes subconsciously just understand when that song is taking place yeah right. or when that when scene that is taking could, place yeah. so so that helps it sort of be a subtle transition but also he doesn't there's no sort of like fade to black and now we fade up and he's older it's like yeah. all of a sudden there a scene ends and then there's a new scene and he's like a couple years older See, and you're just like oh okay time has passed that's it's something not... that uh, blue is the warmest color did that i that i quite liked is that they they didn't hold your hand and tell you what yeah. was happening it's just like oh well i don't think she's with her anymore yeah. and i think she's with her so totally characters it must be this it i would must prefer be. someone hold my hand in an explicit sex scene <laughs> <laughs> it's okay buddy those are fake vaginas mm-hmm. <laughs> prosthetics i'm still scared <laughs> no. yeah like um they the character's uh, appear and drop from this film with no sort of uh, explanation. You just have to kind of assume like, oh, I guess they're not together or I guess those people aren't uh, around anymore or they've yeah. had a falling out or they've met recently kind of thing, Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, I rather like that. Yeah, it's it's really good and it's it's sad and, and yeah, I really, really had a good experience and for a movie that's 166 minutes long, it, it fucking flies by. Especially just with the passage of time, it you never feel like you're being dragged through like an entire life. It's yeah. or, or childhood. It's very, I don't know. It just it flows really well. And Patricia Arquette is fucking great in this movie. Ethan Hawke, obviously, the, this is where he shines in these kind of Linklater yeah. movies. Yeah, and he's he's great in it. Yeah, um, yeah. You definitely. Uh, it's you have to see it. I have a silly question. I don't have to do. You anything. have to see it. <laughs> You fucking tell me what to do. Um, I have kind of a silly question. Um, do, does the uh, do you notice the shift in technology? Because I mean, he's been shooting this over twenty years, right? I mean, do you notice like the not a difference no, in fi- or is is he like just shooting on thirty five or like drawings? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It started in the uh, stop motion yeah. Bolex, <laughs> hand cranked Bolex at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Was it like that? It well, started it was... there with a train coming right yeah. at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, everybody was terrified. And Ethan Hawke was like, holy shit. <laughs> you know what? I gotta get the fuck out of here. I didn't even notice when they stopped the, the placards for all the people talking and they just started talking. I didn't even notice it was so subtle. <laughs> just a lot of piano music. No, well, I mean, I think they started it late enough. Enough that the the early stuff doesn't have too much of kind of a shitty video look to it. Right, it it, it does shittier. sort of all flow together well. I didn't notice a he, there's no huge sort of jump yeah. in in. It's technology. not like in 3D at the end. No, yeah. <laughs> Put on your glasses now. Yeah. now. He's about to come of age. <laughs> no, he came of age. His boner came of the screen. No, and yeah. Everybody it, ran away. I I really highly recommend it, especially when it comes. It, it isn't the kind of movie that you would say go see on the big screen but it is sort of a, a pretty big experience that i think the big screen yeah will really definitely for yeah. sure i mean i really liked it and again there was some moments where i was like but it doesn't really matter like there's this isn't a spoiler if you want to go in 100 percent, then skip this next 10 seconds but there is a scene where like skip. where where the patricia arquette says to this guy like who's working in their backyard like 
fixing something as a handyman and she's like you should go to school you're so smart and gives him some advice and he pops up later like out of nowhere in the movie to be like your mom was right now i'm in school and i'm doing and well I'm and dead no <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out i've been dead for the 30 years <laughs> no but it did kind of like spoiler uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, but it did kind of feel sort of lifetime. It was like, all right, some little thing that you mentioned came back in the most perfect way. It was a little sort of like, all right, yeah. Yeah. but um, for the most part, it doesn't. It it doesn't do that kind of stuff. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, so definitely see Boyhood. Okay. Yeah, uh, Greg, you didn't see either of those films. No, I did not. You went and hit up Netflix, right, and watched the 2000 film Battlefield Earth, yeah. directed by Roger Christian, right, written by Corey Mandel, starring John Travolta, yeah, Forrest Whitaker, yes. Uh, who Barry else is Pepper. in this thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, bunch mm-hmm. of other people. Bpep. Yep. So if That's you don't know, Battlefield Earth. After enslavement and near extermination by an alien race in the year three thousand, humanity <laughs> begins to fight back. <laughs> that even sounds like a stupid year. <laughs> it's in, in the, the year, year three thousand. Mm, shut up. Man, when they listen to this podcast in the year 3000, they're, they're going to be, be like, so that guy's an pissed. idiot. Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> and, and, and when that happens, this is I'll, great I will year. apologize. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Um, all right. I'm very old now. My phone is only at like 4%, okay. so I'm not even going to touch it for the notes I made yeah. to save up for my notes to get through 90210. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. So I'm just going to fly blind on this thing. Uh, we have a charger. For, for one of these phones? Yeah. Where? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit. Somebody <laughs> hook me up. <laughs> well, just in case I die during nine hundred two we'll do that. I might die. I don't have a charger for you. <laughs> oh God, Greg, don't die. <laughs> um, where? Oh, Dan Gorman's got a charger. He's yeah. Okay, fucking. We got mad we chargers. Got chargers everywhere. Bitch. Listen up. I watched this movie. Uh, it's very long. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, I wish I had watched it earlier in the week. So I could have watched it again because I just don't don't understand what in the fuck was going on. Yeah, what I was watching, who okayed any of it, what was uh, the L. Ron Hubbard, right? But oh man, it's it's sorry, plugging. Phone. He's plugging in, but it won't reach yeah. him. Okay, uh, okay. So yeah, it's the year three thousand. Everybody lives in caves and and is dressed like uh, you know, I don't know, cave people. Sure. Uh, they all got long hair, and they they are like the gods. We're, uh, you know, they came down to get us, and now they're the stars in the sky. And there's dragons out there. Don't go, Barry Pepper. And Barry Pepper's like, fuck that. I got ah, this. Is this sucks? I'm gonna go do some stuff. And they're like, no, but he does. And he's running around. And then the dragon they're all afraid of is part of like an old uh, amusement park ride. Uh, and he's like, oh, is it shit. a real dragon? No, it's like yeah, a, because like a seesaw a or some kind of something. Yeah, pretty good ride. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and then he meets uh, Kim Coates there. Um, I don't mind Kim Coates. He's been okay in some stuff. Uh, he gets killed really good in the Last Boy Scout. Uh, he's the guy with the lighter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Light that lighter again, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, boom! Anyway, um, so, and he's <laughs> running around, and then they all get kidnapped by John Travolta's alien guys, who are called, uh, Cyclos. Cool. <laughs> what a cool name. <laughs> In the year 3000, we'll all have stupid names. <laughs> In the year 3000, everything's gonna be fucking dumb. <laughs> so, the Cyclos are an alien race who go from planet to planet and bleed them dry from what they want from that planet. What a bunch and of And bundles. they're all like they wear they all have these like really huge shoes. <laughs> 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 and the 
<laughs> in the year 3000, those shoes are huge. <laughs> it's like these giant shoes and like predator hair and heads. Yeah. They, they look like if Predator was the silliest. If it's like, Predator was John Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta was like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm invisible and shiny over here. <laughs> so, and they're supposed to be terrifying with their giant shoes and their dreadlocks. And I'm scared. And now, when the humans hear them talk, it's like, rock, 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 rock. Whoa. <laughs> but, awesome. But for you to understand the, how they talk, all the uh, cyclos, they're just talking in their normal voices. So Travolta's like, Man, these and man, these man, man animals are the worst, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Boris Whitaker's like, totally, boss. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's really weird how casual their conversation is, and just commonplace for today. <laughs> yeah, right. Where he's like, he doesn't want. So <clears throat> okay, the Cyclos home world is like like, like a corporation because <laughs> Travolta's really worried about head office finding out about what he's doing. Oh no! They're gonna <laughs> like give me another stress test or something, you know? Oh my God! Head office is coming down today. <laughs> um, and now you're like alien race has come and annihilated uh, human beings. Yeah, our whole existence. We're about to be extinct. They've been here forever, keeping us as slaves. I don't know how long they've been here. Oh, been a long time. Our the whole world is ruined. We're like, what are they there for? What precious? What? Why have they come? Well, for gold, do you see? <laughs> That's all they want. Oh is God! Goal for any specific? Does it no, fuel their ships? Or do I have they no just idea. No, 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 no. They just like they want the gold. Bring us the gold, damn it! Uh, they're there we're mining space for pirates. <laughs> it's unbearable. Like, booty. <laughs> gold is jewelry. Isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Did I hear that right? They're here for gold? And they all wear these little like I know what you're, you're when you're looking at an actor, yeah, and you're like that guy's should be my hero for this movie. What's missing? How about shoelaces hanging out, <laughs> hanging out of his nose? That would be really, really good. What they they all because the aliens don't breathe our air and their when shoes we're... are so big <laughs> that their shoelaces yeah. are coming out of their fucking nose. <laughs> when they are out in the open, our normal atmosphere, they need to wear these crazy nose things to breathe. Right, and then when all the humans are inside the dome that they've made to live in, they need to wear them or they can't breathe. So in any given scene, one of your lead actors has this like. Like you know, or you know what swimmers put on their nose, like a pinch yeah, their nose, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that, but with shoe 
shoes shoelaces hanging from the bottom of them. They're so long. So it's really distracting. <laughs> what was and their stupid effects looking. budget like on this? Thing? <laughs> it must have been enormous because there's, there's shit everywhere. <laughs> They're like, put uh, yeah, hang things from their noses, <laughs> make their shoes enormous. This is going to be the most opulent yeah. production. Things will literally be hanging from their noses. <laughs> They look so bad that Travolta, the Cyclos, like okay, so they've got the big head with the silly front of her hair, yeah. the nose hangies, their skin <laughs> is all like a weird color. Uh, they have an extra finger, which is totally clearly just a an extra finger on a glove that never moves with the right, <laughs> or or he's always got like high T finger going on. It's <laughs> really good, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, well, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so all that extra stuff. But then they all have the grossest uh, <laughs> neck goatee. What? <laughs> like, Travolta's got facial hair, like a little goatee in it. But then he's got, like, on his double chin, the fleshy part that is between your Adam's apple and your neck, he's got really long, thin hair. Oh, and, like, God. And, and, two st- and they all have this. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of it. That's yeah. gross. It's so bad. And, and, it, and it wags around while they're talking, and I'm just like, ugh, gross. Yeah. Cut that off. Why would you design? I don't know. They got to hang shit way. from everybody on here. So then the whole thing is like Travolta, he's like the uh, like the West End market, marketing manager. He's gonna, he I thought you were going to say West End Marky Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can't wait to get feel off it, of Earth because it. it's so gross with all the greens and blues. And. Uh, our co- the color scheme of Earth is oh, unpleasant. Yeah. That's it. And uh, he can't wait to leave, and he's finally finished his term. But then they're like, they're like, what? Uh, no, you screwed that senator's daughter, so you're here forever. And he's like, what? So then he comes up with his plan to steal a bunch of gold. That's okay. really his whole thing. But to get it, he's got to take some man animals, because they all think they're just like dogs or something, and yeah. train them to mine for him. So Barry Pepper... Idea is always trying to escape and is really wily. And he's like, this is the one. I'll take this man animal. I'll shoot these lights into his eyes, and then he'll be super intelligent, and I can train him to mine with his buddies. So they do this. (laughs) So that's how he learns their language, can communicate with Travolta, and uh, the whole, like, they make him into a super guy because he's super smart and knows everything about (laughs) them and math now. And so then... They, he just sends him off. Let's go get me all this gold out of this place. And then Barry Pepper, in the, he's like, I read it. He took me to a library, which Travolta does. Takes him to a library. And he's like, here's how stupid you humans are. Read everything that you've ever done and all about how we defeated you. In nine minutes, he says, too. He's like, our, our invasion lasted nine minutes. That's how long it took for us to beat you. Right. I was like, that's fairly impressive. Yeah. Nine minutes. Sure. Yeah. And then so Barry Pepper learns everything about that. the world and then he goes until he's like, but they don't know about Fort Knox. So while they think we're mining, one, we'll go just take everything onto Fort Knox and that'll be the gold. And But while that's happening, we'll go get these other people who have been living in trees and in caves for their entire lives for generations and we'll teach them how to fly jets <laughs> in like a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. works. One of the guys is the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop. Which is the, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, Richard yeah, Tyson. Yep. And uh, and this works. And then Travolta comes back after two weeks. He's like, where's all the gold you guys mined for me? And he's like, right here. And it's all bars of gold from Fort Knox. And Travolta's character just buys it that they smelted it into bars for him. <laughs> 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 it's just like, yeah, why not? Well, go ahead. <laughs> he's like, yeah, sure. And then the whole, then their whole plan is we got to crack a hole in the roof of this dome, so they can't breathe good, 
and then we'll have a guy teleport to their planet with a nuclear weapon and blow it up. And this all works. And that's the end shot, or not the end shot, but, like, this guy, he teleports to their planet, sets off a nuke, which blows up the entire planet. It's like a planet like the size of, no, it's apparently bigger than Earth, because they keep on talking about how, yeah. how small Earth is. So a planet bigger than Earth, one bomb, whole thing, like, gone, like, yeah. Krypton, like, into space. But then uh, Barry Pepper has blown up one of Travolta's arms, and Travolta, when it happens, is just like... Dude, <laughs> like, does not care. The pain doesn't register nothing. And then just he locks him in a cage in the middle of Fort Knox because he's like, you wanted all the gold. Here it is forever. The end. Right. That's the movie. Uh, uh, I understand the irony. At the <laughs> end. <laughs> and so, Pretty and, good. okay, so the guy who directed it, Robert Christian or whatever, he was like a DOP or some shit on some some one of some of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. I don't know. And he is going for a Star Wars look like mm. lo- there are wipes. Everywhere. Every uh, scene transition is a wipe, but it only uses one because he doesn't want to use any of the Star Wars like side to side, top to bottom wipes. Yeah. It's all the uh, elevator door opening wipes. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Like, so the screen splits from the middle yeah. and it happens literally every other scene change. It's yeah. totally bonkers and really like, just stop doing that. <laughs> like, even if you're going to use like any wipes now, like in any sort of a science fiction thing, because of Star Wars, it just seems like a Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, they really are going for like a Star Wars kind of vibe here. They're, yeah. they're trying to keep it weirdly playful at times, which is just out of place where Travolta gets up and smacks his head on the ceiling. He's like, God dang, ceiling! <laughs> um, this, which this, I was like, did they? Did he ad lib or did he just say that and you guys didn't have time to reshoot so now you gotta leave it in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it'll, yeah. It'll be funny. It seems like a weird thing to do. The the movie was produced, uh, was, was made by Franchise Pictures. Which, if you read on the Battlefield Earth Wikipedia, uh, was a recently established company by who was established by a former dry cleaning mogul turned nightclub owner, oh. and and Franchise Pictures was like that sounds totally legit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it goes on elsewhere to say that like he would talk about budgets and stuff, and just it would be so confusing to anyone but him. It seemed like maybe there was some number uh, <laughs> like mm-hmm. fudging going on, right? <laughs> but it, uh, franchise pictures. If you go to their Wikipedia, they they basically were a company that just did like pet projects for stars, right? So like Sean Penn did one. There was like uh, J Lo's Enough and uh, and a handful of other just movies that were sort of like in oh, development hell. I thought you were like J Lo is like enough. She's enough Sean already. Penn. And franchise pictures? No, oh, I thought I thought there was a movie called J Lo is enough. No, well, she <laughs> and it was like based on eight is enough, but then instead of the eight children, they just had J Lo. No, so like uh, Get Carter was a franchise picture. Three thousand yeah. miles of Graceland. Sean Penn's The Pledge. Oh, Rennie Harlan's Driven. Sorry, it was Angel Eyes that I was thinking of. Not enough with J Lo, I believe. Then uh, Ballistics X versus Sever. Ugh. You see no. things like this is uh, a list of just awful movies. Spartan, yeah. David Mamet Spartan, which was actually not the worst. The whole nine yards, all that kind of like art oh, of I war. Did like Spartan, yeah, yeah. Just so uh, Boondock Saints, Big Kahuna, yeah. Movies that were basically like there's a big star in these movies that clearly is attached to this film in some way because yeah. it's like a pet project. Yeah. Oh, so he so was that. He, yeah, franchise well, picture. Now I'm just trying to figure out whose little pet project was everybody like was uh, each movie. Oh. Well, like Harlan, I said, Rennie Harlan did Driven, Sean yeah, Pett yeah. did The Pledge. I imagine, who was the main character in 3,000 Miles of Graceland? It was Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, Kevin I'm Kevin sure. Had, yeah. yeah, like all of these movies uh, get Carter with uh, oh, Stallone. Stallone. And they all have sort of one person at the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, this is Travolta's baby. Yeah. And man, but I, Tom I, Cruise said to Warner Brothers that this was a bad idea. 
<laughs> from what I read as well. <laughs> he was That's like, I don't, awesome. and he's a Scientologist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, I don't, right. I've met L. Ron Hubbard. I've read his. Books I don't think he's, should, he's right. Yeah. It is a bad idea if you wanted to make a good movie that was going to make money, but yeah. it's a fucking great idea if you want to make a hilariously terrible movie. Yeah, yeah which I guess they did. Unbelievably funny. Yeah. yeah, I just giggled like a bastard through the whole thing. <laughs> I th- it is two hours long. It's long, but it kind of flies by because it's just like, what is yeah. this? How is this the central story? Like, I don't what understand. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I also like that. Like, in, you're it, watching this I'm scary alien guy who's got to sneak around head office. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've taken a human and made him super smart. Now Bonk he's stealing my, my head. head. <laughs> Ow, my head. Yeah. He taught him to caveman out of fly, fly Harrier jets in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wicked. Um, I love that in Roger Ebert's review from 2000, he calls, uh, calls ahead and says, a film that will for decades become the punchline of jokes about bad movies which Even oh man when he saw it, it like just knew this is it like this yeah, is yeah. It. i think he goes on to say something in his review like i felt like i was witnessing something special how bad this movie was. I'm, like, I'm, awesome. I'm telling you guys watch this movie yeah yeah, yeah. i will uh, have to it's something to behold yeah unbelievably bad <laughs> unbelievable yeah i gotta see it yeah pretty unique yeah. Uh, speaking of unique, yes. we listened to an album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to check it out. No? no you didn't get a chance? No. All right. Well, you gave us uh, an album by Swollen Members, the Canadian hip-hop crew yeah. uh, from Battle Axe Records. Uh, their new album came out on June 17th, Brand New Day. Yep. Uh, this album... I've never really heard Swollen Members before, aside from just their, their hits. Their yeah. singles. Their singles. Their singles. So I came. What came into this album? Yeah, came into this blind. Aside from that, Um, and even that stuff, it was like it was so long ago. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I couldn't remember it either. I'm like, why do I hate them so much? I can't even remember a fucking song. So I went on YouTube and went on their uh, went through their hits. I'm like, oh yeah, these songs suck. Yeah, there was that. I can't even remember what it's called now. But they had a big one with Mogul Only, like their biggest. Yeah, and it's it uses um, a really awesome. Uh, organ sample. Is it from DJ Champ? That DJ DJ Shadow Shadow? had used amazingly well an organ donor, and I'm just like. See Screw you. Man. Last in last week's episode, I mentioned something about producers because I was looking at their albums, trying to find the name DJ Shadow. Because I remember the first time I heard introducing and was yeah. like, I feel like this was used in a rap song, so I thought he must have been like accredited. No, no, no. But I guess it was well, just a he, sample. They, of people just, they weren't. Oh, that's a hot sample. He probably because DJ Shadow just used all this really obscure yeah. stuff to make introducing. Um, so and this is like introducing was. 99? 96, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 99, actually. 97. Um, so this is like years and years later, like 10 years later. They're like, oh, that's a hot sample we can get for nothing. Yeah. And let's make it shitty. Can we make it <laughs> shitty? I bet we can make it shitty. The worst thing about this band is their silly beats and like, they're like so scary. Yeah. That's a scary band. <laughs> you, you know what? I, I You're a very scary white thing, man. <laughs> see, now the thing that about this album, because I, I didn't find this album horrible, but I no. found this album to have things about it where I was like, if you just focused on that, you wouldn't be bad. Like, there were some songs in here where I was just like, this is fine hip-hop. Sure. And I and I kind of was endeared by the fact that their record label is called Battle Axe, and they're kind of like s- sort of trying to be like menacing Viking, like Battle Axe rap, which is interesting to me. But my, my Wait, they're trying, to be, <laughs> yeah. they're trying to be Vikings now? Well, he yells at like, like, that's the thing about like the mad child guy with his like, 
His voice has gotten a little weird. This is over my years. thing about this record is that if it didn't have the guy that sounds like he should be on an ICP record, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like I could with find his voice. Like, there's some songs with these. There's some songs with hooks where I was like, like Brand New Day has like this kid on the hook or something. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I do not like this. No, it, that song's awful. That's and awful. It feels weirdly out of place. Yeah, but it's clearly like we need a single. Let's totally, a, like a nice gentle. Yeah, single. if you got a guy to do the raps of the dude with the ICP style voice. If you replaced him with someone else, even if you didn't change his lyrics, yeah. you'd be like, this is fine. I don't yeah. mind this. This is okay. Yeah. But otherwise, I just was graded by the fact that it sounded like he was trying to, because he has one of those high pitches, like, I don't mind that. Like, yeah, yeah. He, are, you know what he sounds like? He sounds like a really horrible version of Sadat X from Brand Nubian. Yes. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. Uh, but like even Sadat X would be like, dude, your voice is weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, when he's, all, he's constantly yelling about how he used to have like a drug problem and now he's fucking found God and stuff like that. And I just I, I feel Barf. like it's like yeah, right. And I just feel like it's like Todd Bridges telling me he's a goblin and he's gonna kick my ass. Yeah. And it's like just lay lay off, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> just wait, wait, mellow wait, out. And he, he sounds no, he sounds like a, he like sounds a, like Todd Bridges <laughs> telling yeah. you he's a goblin. Yeah. Well, he yells, that's a very specific. He's got, there's sound. a song on here where he's talking about he's oh he's a goblin and he's a yeah. this and then that. It's just like odd just goblins. Stop threatening me, mad child. See, <laughs> I'm already if it listening was, to your stupid fucking record. <laughs> yeah, but if it was somebody else with a like, any time that he stopped rapping and other people started rapping, I was like, oh, I'm into this. Like some of the beats were all right. Um, I thought I know what you're saying, but I was never into it. I, I don't like the beats. I think the beats are that kind of fucking clumsy misdirected thing that unfortunately happens to most Canadian hip hop. Like, yeah, my like, beats are not I just good, felt man. like the album for me was just too uneven because it would jump from like songs that I thought had okay beats and some yeah. all right raps but then other songs were just like now that beat is silly like there wasn't like a defined style through the album and some songs are positive like Brand New Day and then other songs yeah. are trying to be spooky yeah. and you just kind of like there needed to be some sort of direction yeah. on this thing. Oh, and I'll tell you this. Uh, they have that song on there called Jackson Pollock, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which I listen to very closely to be like, why? What's the, why, why is this called Jackson Pollock? <laughs> and in the first line, he says something about he spreads color around. Yeah. Like, Jackson Pollock. Right. That is it. Yep. Like, really? That's why you're going to... You've heard of this guy. Oh, like, that's what it literally... Like, I yeah. read that there was something called Jackson Pollock, and I'm like, <laughs> one of them... Saw an art book or something, yeah. and saw the name or Jackson read the Pollock back of the like, box of the fucking Ed Harris movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then saw and then saw that uh, uh, Jay Z talks a lot about art on his newest album, right? And was like, oh, that's what hip hop guys do anymore. Uh, Jackson Pollock, uh, probably some uh, colorful colors? paintings, <laughs> like colors. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Name of the song. What yeah. an asshole. Yeah, I don't know. This, this was guy. just like I don't know. This is you know they aren't. Again, his voice is irritating, but he's not a bad rapper. No, his you know his flow is there. And yeah, the, some of the lyrics are all right. Yeah, it's but not, I just it's don't not like this <laughs> totally. Yeah. But I could conceive in a, a world where they they would make something that I like. It's just I don't know if it's this or any of their other albums. Yeah, I don't and know. I just I think it's like that guy. I I feel like it's a huge stopping gap for me with this band. It's just that I do not like his voice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it yeah, sounds like it, it sounds yeah, like a guy yeah. trying to be in Cypress Hill or ICP. Like he has a really high pitched kind of like nasally, but trying but to raspy. be yeah, yeah. but also tr like the way that he flows, which is fine. His flow is fine, but he is also trying to be menacing in his yeah. flow with that voice. It just doesn't work. Which is why anytime somebody, I think maybe I didn't hate it was because whenever he wasn't rapping, I was like, oh, this is better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> than sure. that bad one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But most of it's just forgettable. Like, yeah, it's gone totally. Mind now, I'll definitely never listen to it again. Yeah, me either. <sighs> so, yeah. Oh, so <clears throat> I have an album for you guys to listen to because I lost. Yeah, yeah. I, I 
You know, I didn't really <clears throat> get, get a chance to research and dig like I like to to find a piece of shit album to give you guys. You like to dig through shit? I like to <laughs> dig through shit. I like to dig through yeah. pieces of shit. <laughs> uh, but I do have something for you. I'm just going to find my... I don't know the album title here. What do we got? Okay. And I got this because I was sitting in a... <clears throat> In a diner, having uh, uh, some brunch with my wife on the weekend, exhausted from the music festival, and there was some terrible music just playing over the radio. I'm like, "What is? The, who did this song?" And I was like, "Oh, I remember who did this song. It was Uncle Cracker." Oh God, oh, fuck. no! <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so I want you to listen to his album Double Wide. Ugh. Great, Uncle Cracker, Double Wide. That's yeah. got that Follow Me song on it. Yeah. That's the one I heard. Follow me. It's the one that sounds like it was written by a kindergarten class. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, so, yeah, I want you to listen to that. Great. Uncle Cracker. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get to rolling. We're okay. almost an hour and 15 into this Holy already. shit. Yeah, we're going long. What the fuck? <laughs> So, this week, opening in limited release is They Came Together. This mm-hmm. is the new David Wayne film Looks written so by funny. Michael Showalter and David yep. Wayne. Uh, if you don't the know those names... They, they wrote together since uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, yeah. they were on. They were in Wet Hot American Summer. David Wayne directed that film. They were both in Stella with Michael Ian Black. Mm-hmm. Basically, the two of them have been involved in uh, some of the best comedy yeah, of the past the decade or yeah, more. Years. Yeah, yeah, including The State. So yep. this is going to be amazing, I think. I fucking go nuts for Wet Hot. Yep. Uh, so I hope it's <laughs> I hope it's not a uh, misfire. Hopefully that would not. be a big how, bummer. How could it I be? I don't think mm-hmm. it could be, though. I mean, like, what what has he done? Like, Role Models is fucking amazing. Yep. Wanderlust was, was funny. fucking hilarious yeah. movie. Yep. So yeah. I, I, I don't good. see yeah, Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. Uh, Paul yeah. Rudd, Amy Poehler, fucking Ed Helms, Jason Mantzoukas is in so it. So good. It, yeah, it he's great. Yep. Yeah. Well, so. you know what doesn't have to be good? Uh, the new Michael Bay film, Transformers, Age of Extinction. Yeah. <laughs> Age of Extinction. <laughs> see, uh, but I'm an idiot because I've hated all three Transformers movies. I'm kind of thinking like, but oh, I, maybe this one will be good. Yeah, yeah that it keeps doing that to me and it's done it to me again. Yeah. I saw the most recent trailer and I was like, ooh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Dinobot. Definitely. Hey, you were like, oh, is that a robot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Nobody told me about this is robot a, movie. That's like some kind of dinosaur robot. <laughs> I, uh, I don't believe it with my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes played dinosaur robot tricks on me. All right. Again. I got to get to the bottom of this mystery. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same way because I didn't see the second or the third one, and I know that they're oh. apparently pretty garbage. Oh, oh man. Jesus. But I have and I, I've robot testicles. And, oh. and I have yet again in the same way. I have seen the trailers for this and yep. be like, oh, maybe they turned it around. Maybe they'll be. Yeah, good no, one it's but not going to i don't think like, they will oh, and with the last one mm, uh, dark of the moon is that what, what yeah the opening i was like yeah all right i'm into this man like the whole moon landing was just like a fucking uh distraction to, yeah to get up there and fucking i was like that's kind of cool yeah and yeah. then the next scene where it's like fucking shia labeouf running around and bumblebee's all like playing rap music and uh, i was like i wish i was dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it made me so embarrassed for people that I love, like fucking Andy Daly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Casey's rolling for these right. two films. Yep. And yet at the same time, yep, still want to see this yeah, still movie. Wanna, I'm an idiot. I want to go see it. And I don't know. Yeah. So but we've if still I lose, it as loser, be the worst. Yeah. If I win, great. I got two. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right. I'm rolling. Is it in 3D? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, I've rolled three. three. Greg's got to walk all the way over there to get it. You son of a 
He's got to roll lower than two to lose or higher than three to win, and he has rolled a four. All right. All right. Casey's going to see I'll go see Transformers. Transformers. Go tell me about the dinosaur robots. I'm yeah. going to go see Transformers, Age I of don't Whatever. don't believe my eyes. Yeah, Age of Extinction. All right. Well, we're going super long, so let's get right into 9021. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ow, ow. Ow. All right. So, charging my phone for yep. Mr. Gorman here, and this will get me so through the bit. So, we have been watching <laughs> through the entire season of 90210, the original series. We have been passing the episodes around. I yep. watched one last week. Greg watches the one after it. He's going to tell us all about it. Next week, Casey will talk about the one after that. Yep. And we will continue to go around until we, That's how we do it. all watch the finale. Yeah. Right. Yes. Loading up my... Notes. Nerts. 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 Okay. Nerts. What are your nerts? Okay, here we go. Let's get into this damn thing. This episode was called East Side Story. <coughs> uh, the episode uh-huh. opens with the overlong theme song, as always. Uh, everybody. It's everybody like has to get long. named. And everyone gets like three establishing shots before their name comes up. It's just, yeah. it's just so long. Okay, so Brandon's biking around, and there's like some vague uh, Latin music playing while he's doing this. He gets home, and his parents are talking to some people in the living room. One of them, I want to presume, is their maid. And uh, he looks very confused. And then he goes upstairs and finds Brenda, and he's like, Mom and Dad are talking downstairs. What's going on? She's like, well, they're throwing a party for Chick Schneider. Huh? Who's Chick Schneider, you might ask? Well, he's the, king, he's the king kahuna of beach fashion. Oh, yeah. you know, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I already knew that. And Brandon's still <laughs> like, a what? And then Brenda's like, he makes all those cool wipeout pants that Dylan's always wearing. And Brandon's like, oh, right. He knows. I think I mentioned one of those pants in an earlier episode, maybe. Maybe so. Because he had big blue, like, parachute pants on. Yeah. And (laughs) so. He kept wiping uh, them out. So (laughs) he's like. uh, They erase off me. (laughs) They must be talking to Anna the maid about having her cater the the big party that dad's going to throw for Chick. And he's like, I don't think so. I think they're firing her. And she's like, what? And then they get called downstairs. They go downstairs, and uh, they get introduced to some guy named uh, Richard Rodriguez, it's who is moved. Anna's cousin. This episode's just throwing in all the new people. All kinds yeah. of new people. And they're like, nice to meet you. And then they're like, listen, Anna's niece is going to enroll at West Beverly, but she needs to use our address to be inside the district code mm. thing, you know? And they're like, Well, this sounds sh-? like high school fraud. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, are you okay with this? And they're like, normally no, but under circumstances, I think, well, yeah, yeah. so we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then also under circumstances, any circumstance. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, under just, any, yeah. There has to be a I circumstance. Yeah. We wouldn't normally do this, but only under any circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Brandon's like, "Well, you know what, uh, Mister Richard Rodriguez? You know, it, it sounds lovely, and uh, we'd be happy to show her around." And he goes, "You can try, but she likes to keep to herself. It's really aggressive. I'm like, oh, weird. Anyway." So uh, then we you cut to try, school. But she's blind. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we cut to school, and David is DJing. Awesome. And he's calling. Uh, he's on air in the school radio. He's calling MC Hammer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and someone answers the phone. Let's get MC Hammer on the phone. Someone answers the phone. MC Hammer's office. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a no? Do you have a message for MC Hammer? <laughs> I'll take it. It's off, and I will throw it in the garbage. Yeah, <laughs> oh you my are god, a teenager. So, but he doesn't get through to Hammer, and, and he's like, oh. And then uh, Steve sees a girl walking down the hall, and he's like, bazank. And then Dylan sees her, and he's like, gawk. And Brenda's like, Dylan, and stop making weird noises. I told you never to gawk at other girls. <laughs> and then you uh, promised only to gawk at me. <laughs> Whoa, that's getting <laughs> that's getting close. That's getting close to something else. 
Uh, so he the, did promise that. And this girl keeps on uh, <laughs> walking down the hall, and she goes into the newsroom or whatever the fuck with Andrea. And Brandon's in there, and he's yelling at Andrea for editing his stuff. And then... Uh, Don't censor me, Andrea. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Stop editing my stuff, editor. Yeah, and she's like, you didn't spell uh, Sacramento with a capital S. And I'm like, that sounds pretty stupid, Brandon. Yeah, what are you um, me? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, also, then, does his writing like come out like him? Like, super... Is like half of it just really nice, and then out of nowhere, all capitals? The fuck? <laughs> Listen, there's a bunch of fucking bipolar Brandon this episode. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. So the girl that everyone's been gawking at, now Brandon's gawking at, is Carla, the niece of Anna. Okay. And uh, Brandon and her are going to walk and talk, and he's like, oh, man, let's, I'll help you out with your classes and we'll show you around. And like, oh, man, we're in all the same classes. And then we, uh, Brandon's like totally into her, and it shows her in French class speaking beautiful French. And then it cuts to her in... Uh, I don't know, some kind of class, and she's uh, giving a book report or something yeah. like that, and she's really smart, and he's like, Whoa. okay. And then it cuts to computer class, and she knows everything about computers. She's programming robots. She's so smart. And, Brandon, <laughs> now, and Brandon's like, oh, oh, yes, go ahead. Well, I just want to say that it, the, the dad said, oh, she's shy. You can try and, and yeah. like help her out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say right now, if this episode involves her having a horrible thing happen to her in her past, and that's why she won't hang out with any or de- anybody yeah. or whatever, yeah. I'm going to fucking call bullshit on this show for just abusing like horrible things with people and yeah. just making that like they're shy because something crazy happened. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was just I could, shy. God damn it! Yeah, I could just you'd see have to be fucking crazy. Yeah, shy. I can um, see this going somewhere. Okay, so Brandon's like, man, you're so smart. I guess you won't have any trouble getting a scholarship. And she's like, you're racist. Why would you? T- I'm because I'm Latin. I can't. Uh, I have to go get a scholarship. And he's like, I'm just talking about financial aid. What in the fuck? And then she's like, I'm sorry. And then he comes back and he's all in her face like, I've been showing you around all day and being so nice to you and stuff like that. Listen, I got to go to work. She's like, you have a job? He's like, yeah, I got to go. But then she follows him to the job. And then now they're fine at the job. The job is, of course, the peach pit. And he's like, this is where I work. This is the peach pit. These are all my friends. They're like, hi. If you want a massage, go back there. (laughs) (laughs) There's a woman with huge boobs giving massages back there. And then he's like, and this is Nat. He owns the place. Uh, and then uh, Steve says, yeah, he's really ugly, but he serves great pie. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, seriously. <laughs> That's a crazy thing to say. And then Nat's like, wink, and then spits in his pie. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you but say like, that? That's the, a fucked the up man, thing to say. This man is a man. Yeah. You're a high school kid. Yeah, yeah. This is a man. Yeah, and you're like, hey, this guy is so ugly. Hey, look at this ugly piece of shit. <laughs> He's so ugly, I don't make my pie and then fuck yeah, off. Yeah. Anyway, lemon You are brand, physically please. unattractive, <laughs> but I will eat your cooking. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand why that was the thing to go to. And everyone's and like, also, ah, even Nat's like, ah, I'm ugly. But he's yeah. not an he's ugly putting, man. No, he's, he's like, just he's an older like, man. And then he's, he's just, turning around and putting fistfuls of hair in their fucking <laughs> pie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I may be ugly, but uh, you're eating my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, then the girls are all going through a Chick Schneider catalog, picking what clothes they want. Carla watches Brandon, and Steve's like, I can feel how much he's into you. And then uh, she also watches the Latino dishwashers who are working there, and they stare blankly back at her. Then Brandon drives Carla home to East L.A., and Brandon learns stuff about East L.A., like, look at all these people, and I don't understand things. And she's like, yeah, it's poor around here, man. And then... Uh, <laughs> She sees where he sees where Anna lives, and he's like, "This place, oh man!" And uh, uh, because uh, she's like, "You and your friends, you all take what you have for granted." Yeah, you know. Okay. And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And she's like, and then she also anyway off to my house in Beverly Hills. Yeah, exactly. Not only that, why was she like all like, uh, "Oh, you think just because I'm Latino, I need 
financial aid. Anyway, I'm poor. <laughs> yeah, and, Brand- and Brandon's like, I don't know what you're talking about, me not having any struggles. My dad has an imitation Casio, not a real Casio. We're- My dad has a Blasio. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, and then she's like, so you guys take everything for granted and stuff like that. And then me, I'm, and I'm there with you, you know? And I, and she's like, she thinks that the bus boys were looking at her like a traitor. And Brandon's like, who, Manuel and Pepe? Those guys with the little hats? <laughs> what? <laughs> and they're not like that. And I was like, oh dear. Did, yeah. he, did he say those guys with the little hats? <laughs> Come that, on, Brandon. That is, I don't, I don't even know. Is that racist? They were wearing what hats. Is, I'm sure they were, but <laughs> what? It, that's a special kind of something yeah, yeah. wrong. Yeah, it's like the bus boys, Manuel and Pepe, those guys with the little hats. They're not <laughs> like know, that. The guys with the little hats. All, Anyone with a little hat couldn't yeah, be. Uh, no, it's, all, <laughs> yeah. it's all in your head. Did you see their little hats? Yeah. Did you and see how small their hats were? <laughs> yeah. They're good guys. Yeah. <laughs> they had large hats. <laughs> you yeah, might be in trouble. Yeah. For them. So anyway, he's like, it's all in your head. She gets out of the car, and they're kind of very flirty. And she goes up to her front door, and Richard uh, Rodriguez and his cousin is there. And he's like, you're late. And she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, you better be careful, girl. And she goes inside. So then Brenda senses that Brandon is into Carla. And he's like, we're just friends. And she says, yeah, but for how long? And then he says, so if it stops being platonic, you're going to have a problem with that? And I'm like, yes, yeah, she is. She wants to bone you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's going to get screwed. Well, that's why she was totally like a jealous girlfriend moment. She was like, what in the fuck? That's why she had the sense. Yeah. But then yeah. they turned it all race. And she's like, oh, you think I'm a racist? You think I got a problem with her because she's Latina? And blah, 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 blah. Um, and then the, uh, the parents go over the party plans with Anna. Brenda gives dad a list of stuff she wants from the catalog of uh, Chick Schneider. Uh, and then we cut back to school, and David's still calling MC Hammer. <laughs> I'm going to get in touch with him eventually. It's going to work. He keeps That's calling MC Hammer. Radio. Uh, and then Steve is like, talks to uh, David's little buddy, uh, little uh, you know, little blonde kid, yeah, a little buddy, yeah, a little buddy. And he's like, he's "What's with what is with David and MC Hammer?" And and uh, his little buddy Sam is like, "Well, David wants Hammer to play our school dance." That's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Anyway, then Andreas asks Brandon what, about his relationship with Carla, and he's like, gets kind of up about it because his sister's been giving him shit. And then she, then she reveals that she saw her transcript and saw that she had the same address as Brandon. And she's like, yeah. uh, he's like, forget what you saw. She's like, okay, but does she live with you? Being out of district is a big deal. And then they kind of argue about it for a little while, and he's like, just don't worry about it. Keep your mouth shut. And then uh, Brandon tries to make a date. With Carla because she's been ignoring him, no dice. But he doesn't give up there. He just he stalks her and finds her at a bus stop oh, and is like, "Get in my car, let's go." And uh, then he, they're driving around. He's like, "So yeah, do you like it here? Do you miss your old school? I heard something about you and drugs." <laughs> <laughs> and she she kind of shrugs it off and then takes him dancing at a rec center where everyone does synchronized dancing. Ooh. Then he drives her home. They kiss. Richard watches creepily from a bush. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> or, like, around a corner, rather. And um, then you cut to the parents in their bedroom. The dad's doing sit-ups, and they're like, we should tell the kids the truth about Carla. And they're like, and the dad's like, I don't think we can. And I'm like, what's going on? Then Brandon shows up at Carla's place in the morning with some, like, uh, enchiladas and things like that for breakfast. It was like, Ugh. Come on, man. And uh, and she's like, let's go have breakfast. I don't know why. He brought food, but they wants to go to breakfast. Anyway. Um, and then Richard shows up and totally cock blocks <laughs> yeah, Brandon. I brought some food to throw in the garbage. Let's go get some yeah. meat. I got, I got some food to distract everyone else while we go get breakfast. 
so Richard shows up and is like, she doesn't have time. Get out of here. And uh, then uh, she, she can't go out with Brandon that night because she's like, I'm working. And then it turns out she's working at the Walsh house for the big party for Chick Schneider. Brandon comes home and finds that out. And he's like, what in the fuck? You can't be working here after last night. And she's like, last night I, I, I was last night. Tonight I'm working. And then he yells at his mom like, I don't want her working here. It's ridiculous. And he's totally having a little flip out. And then Why dad, is it ridiculous? I don't know. Brandon goes bananas for the next little while because then his dad's like, listen, this is a big deal for me and for our family, for my business to have this guy's party here. Because if I get this account with Chick Schneider, that's like it's major. Yeah. So why don't you stop being an asshole and just be a good host? But yeah. why is he mad? Like, because I don't he know. kissed this girl. Yeah. Wait a minute. I don't want anyone I kissed living in or working in my house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? Well, he said, and his mom's like, you work at the Peach Pit and serve your friends there. He's like, that's different. That's a a, a restaurant or an establishment. This is my home. Yeah. So then dad's like, well, Super go upstairs weird. and yeah. use the Blasio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go write a just song on my Blasio? Work it out in your music, bud. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, he, so, but Brandon's just going to like put on a good face and be a good host for the party. And then uh, the girls are all yeah, wearing their new. Yeah, instead of being uh, fucking psycho. Yeah. The girls are all wearing their new like Chick Schneider clothes and they're like, they come over to, to dad and they're like, how do we look? And he's like, Oh, you guys, what's the word? You guys look deaf, uh, dope, uh, oh boy. rad. And they're like, oh, my God, rolling their eyes. And then it comes back to him, and he goes, foxy. <laughs> like, uh, wrong word, man. Definitely yeah, not. Yeah, you're Don't not, say it like that either. You're not climbing out of this hole. Uh, it's terrible. And so Carla is serving food to the guests, and Chick, Chick Schneider is saying creepy things about her when she walks away. He's all like, sexy, sexy. What? And, uh, Weird. He, yeah. Uh, no, but they don't go anywhere with that, so I'm not really sure why they threw it in there, just to be gross. And then Brandon totally tricked Carla into going into his bedroom with him. She's like, hey, can you, I know I'm sorry about everything and I freaked out and just whatever. Will you come upstairs and help me bring some chairs down from my parents' bedroom? And they go upstairs and it's, and, and there's, she's like, where's the chairs? Yeah, and he's like, this the is weird... your parents' bedroom. Yeah. He's like, right, it's my room and closes the door. He's like, oh, God, dude, Brandon. what in the fuck, man? Yeah. And then he's like, uh, you know what I want and stuff like that. And she's like, what? She kisses him really hard and shoves him away. He's like, there, is that what you want? What the fuck? Like, I'm trying to work. Yeah. And, uh, Damn, Brandon. She storms out and stuff like that, and Brandon's being a fucking weirdo. Anyway. Yeah, uh, he's like, I don't want her here to work here. This is my house. And then now also, now that I'm okay with her being here, I'm going to try and fuck her. Yeah. yeah what a weirdo. I, I don't want her here distracting me with all her boobs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Getting a Wings Hauser here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, She's winging my Hauser. So Brandon's sulking all over the place. And then uh, he's standing around, and Chick Schneider's talking with Brandon's dad, and he mentions that he's opening a new factory in Mexicali. And then Brandon gets fucking just irate about this. And he's like, how much are you going to pay people there? Because he's been to East L.A. on a, you know, to try and bang a girl. So he knows yeah, he's been to East now. L.A. once. So right, now right. he understands the culture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like and he starts yelling at about fucking, you know, guys uh, like the work trucks that come through and guys got to chase him down trying to get work for, you know, less than minimum wage. He's screaming that at this guy in the middle of the party. And Brandon's hands like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Bra- Brandon, right now. Brandon's like, I tried to force myself on a woman <laughs> once. So <laughs> I know all about these race relations. Yeah. Holy <laughs> what shit, fuck? man. And so, and then he's, I guess he apologized the chick. I don't really remember. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and, and then, and Carla storms out. She overhears Brandon freaking out about, uh, you know, Latino people's rights yeah. and stuff like that. And she storms out. Then he talks to his dad, and his dad's like, he wants the truth, but his dad won't tell, and blah, 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 blah. He has a, then he's yelling at stuff with Brenda, and Brenda's like, well, did you know that Richard was outside the entire night? 
watching the house in a car and he's like no and she's like and when carla stormed out of here she took off with richard so he yells at his parents more and they won't tell him why so he goes to carla's house but anna's there and carla's not there and, he, and she's like she's not here and she won't be coming back and then brandon goes and finds finds her at a picnic yeah <laughs> i don't know what's going on why you're at a picnic and he knew where to go anyway and so there then they finally have a chat and she's like listen anna's not my aunt she was my babysitter and he's like okay and he's like, I live in a bad part of town, and there's this, you know, evil gang, and uh, I witnessed a drive-by. And he's like, you saw that? And she's like, yeah, I saw. This is, I copied this down exactly. This is what she says to him. When I saw the bullet ricochet into the brain of that four-year-old boy on his way to a birthday party. Oh, God. Like, Whoa! Wow! <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, <laughs> you knew an awful lot about where that boy was going. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, he was carrying and, a and single like, balloon. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm the star witness, and they said they were going to kill me. Richard is the prosecuting attorney, so he decided to hide me out with Anna, who said that she could, I could hide at your house. And so the entire thing about her like needing the address was a cover, or yeah, a cover, okay. so she could be a wit- the pro- and the, and so the she guy could at the beginning of the- at this trial. But it turns out that the guy just confessed to the crime, and now she yeah. can go home, and uh, he wants to give it a shot, you know. Uh, to be in a relationship she's like no because I think I'd forget about where I came from if I got too wrapped up in your Beverly Hills life yeah and he's like oh man well come visit me I think I'd forget <laughs> where I came from yeah I don't know okay and well so the, the person they gotta wrap it up because she's not coming back <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, it, yeah the person at the beginning of the episode that was like yeah you can try and like show her around or whatever yeah, yeah. Th- was that person the, the, the attorney the attorney the prosecuting so why attorney didn't the attorney just her? be like no, I'd rather you not get involved in her life because this is a big thing that like I'm lying to you about. Yeah, I don't know. There's a million ways <laughs> well, I could have done this better. Why didn't you say that? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you say, uh, like, no thanks, yeah. don't show her around. Not like, yeah, you can try. I'm sure yeah. you'll find it surprising when you see that this was all just a cover-up later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> He's just trying to surprise so her. So Carla and Brandon go separate ways. Like, so you. And yeah. uh, then it's the next day at school, and Brandon's, Brandon's in the, the little newsroom or whatever with Andrea. And uh, and he puts his arm around her, and I don't know where this comes from, but he, <laughs> why he decides to say it. he's like, oh man, you know what, Andrea? It's so great that you and I are not sexually attracted to each other. What? It's so good that we can be just friends and forever only just friends, never anything <laughs> but friends. Isn't that great that we're only going to ever be friends? I'm never going to fuck you. <laughs> uh, that's it's just... a weird scene, and she walks away. He's like, isn't that great? And walks out of the scene. <laughs> and she's like, Ugh. well, that's just because they know, like, yeah. the, with the previous she episode, where she it, but it was such a weird, like, let's just, uh, you know, let's just. Uh, it had nothing to do with fucking anything it's let's just yank these characters around more because yeah, that's yeah. all that i've re- all that i've realized from watching season one is just that this movie this show just <laughs> just cr- like just yanks these characters through things yeah. for no- like just for exploitative reasons like yeah. like her backstory of the main character of this episode that they yeah. brought up is just like they they Always. out of nowhere are just like oh I witnessed a murder like a really serious thing that they just treat like oh well this is just she this is what four year old kid yeah. shot in the head this will explain why she's being On his weird way to a birthday party this whole show <laughs> this whole show is just a series of people being weird yeah and then the... revealing that like they were assaulted or yeah. like they saw like a murder or and they are the... addicted to pills like <laughs> yeah 
out. All of the day player uh, romantic interests for Brandon, fi- like, they, they have the flimsy ex- excuses as to get out of, like, oh, I, I would date you, totally would love to date you, but then I feel like I'd forget my cultural yeah. heritage yeah. if I did, <laughs> so I can't. And yeah, then I would girl, totally date you, girl, but I, I'm your ex, and I gotta go deal with my insane family, like, issues, so I'm just gonna leave. Yeah, like, oh, I'd totally love to date you, but I've got a then. kid, and, um... I don't want you to be around. Yeah. So Brandon's just the worst, and nobody wants to date him because oh, he's a psycho. Yeah. He's a fucking because he's nut a job. fucking bipolar nut job. Yeah, Holy fuck! Insane. Okay, then the last thing that happens in this episode is David is calling MC Hammer again. This is the weirdest C plot ever. <laughs> and he's on the phone. He's like, "Oh look, uh, he. I think MC Hammer is the best." Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to ask to have him play my school dance again. I would just really love to talk to him for a second. And then it cuts to the other like, to see who he's on the phone with. And it's Debbie Gibson. Uh, yeah, I was looking through the cast list of this episode. Yeah. And it said Debbie Gibson plays herself. Yeah. And she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's like, there's no MC Hammer here. And he's like, okay, gets off the phone. And then he looks down and realizes he somehow figures out there's like a CD with a phone number on it or something. Sure. And so he's like, oh, no, that was Debbie Gibson. And he calls her back like, I think you're great. And that's and then fade to black. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that Debbie Gibson. Gibson. (laughs) I didn't know she handed out her phone number, her her personal phone number that she answers herself with her CDs. And also when they when they cut to Debbie Gibson. Yeah. Was there a Chiron underneath her that said Debbie Gibson, or did you just know that I it was just Debbie knew. Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> well, at first I was like, hey, who the fuck is that? I'm like, oh shit, that's Debbie Gibson, and yeah. holding a little dog, talking on the phone. I feel like I wouldn't have known that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I think you might have. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I loved Debbie. Like, I didn't like her music or anything, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, like, I had a crush on her when, sure. when I was a kid, but... Yep. I thought that was a weird little capper. <laughs> throw her in at the end. So totally. I she's going to turn up in a future episode and play their fucking school dance. Yeah. Oh, fingers crossed. Anyway, that's what happened this week. Yeah. Uh, 90210. Brandon is a fucking nut job. Yeah. 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 He needs to see, like, for real help. Like, he has yeah. emotional <laughs> issues that I feel He's like. Manipulative. He's manipulative. I feel like really a, ther- a therapist needs to be involved in his life. Yeah. yeah. Like, he is literally just, like, freaking out on people for no reason. Yeah. It's yeah, he needs help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's shitty. Yeah, he's got problems, man. Yeah. That guy's a fucking psycho. Fuck Brandon Walsh, man. Okay. Fuck him. Anyway, let's let's uh move on. Yeah, let's get the uh the boys in here to play their song. Yep. The T V Dad Cage Match song. Yeah. Uh Strike Up the Band. Out. Yeah, leave. Good song. All right. Well, uh, every week we are pitting two TV dads in a fight to the death in inside Thunderdome to uh, find the best, yeah. most bloodthirsty TV dad. TV dad of, <laughs> of them all. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna put them in there and roll for weapons. Roll for weapons. This week we've got Frank Costanza, obviously from Seinfeld, George's dad, going up against uh, Frank Reynolds. From It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as portrayed by Danny DeVito. Yes. Okay, I'm going to roll to see what Frank Costanza has as a weapon. Looks Co- like Stanza. he's got four. Uh, he has a special quality. We will deem him. 
Oh, the, all right. Magic number four. Wait, who, that was, uh, that's Frank Costanza? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, interesting. There's a lot of, hmm, who knows there. Okay, so, and uh, yeah, Frank Reynolds has oh, the, the same, same thing. Okay, this couldn't okay. be more delightful. Yeah. Well, um, so they both have their special whatever they're whatever well, we feel like. Costanza has uh, some temper issues. He does. He does. He, he does and fly the, off the handle quite he a does bit. Quite a He's, bit. And he yell is, hilariously. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, like he he does have weight training and and stuff like that from yeah. the feats of strength right. that happen alongside Festivus. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like uh, Danny DeVito. You've got a picture of Danny DeVito there as the trash man. Yes, <laughs> in a in a wrestling ring. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like he's just really grimy, sort of slimy, a and, um, emotionally, yeah, yeah he, schemer. He and yeah, he often has often has a gun. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of shady uh, dealings with yeah. uh, with shady characters. But I feel yeah. he he's just like I feel like throughout all the seasons, he's just gets grosser and grosser like he eats yeah. food and it's disgusting in his yeah, mouth yeah, yeah, he yeah. So like takes his sheets comes poops, out of that poops couch the bed poops yeah. the bed he comes yeah. out of the couch in the christmas thing and is just like sweaty and gross yeah. like uh-huh. i feel like he's just an off-putting man yes he is a highly he, off-putting there's man. no level he won't stoop to yes I, I yeah with this um now frank costanza as well i feel like will be violent and aggressive we've seen the temper but yeah. even when he's talking about how he came up with the idea for Festivus, he's talking about how he was raining down blows upon a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I, I don't feel like he wouldn't fight dirty because his son, uh, when asked uh, what he would do in a fight, yeah. uh, he, his, he says, you know, pull hair, crotch stuff, yeah. anything. So, <laughs> And he's not afraid to fight Elaine. He's not afraid to yeah, fight. He will, he will to thumb fight a girl. Elaine, does that mean? Yeah. You got it! <laughs> I'll drop you like a bag of dirt. <laughs> means whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> oh man that has got to be one of the funniest scenes of all time. oh yeah. yeah and the outtakes of it oh. are equally well, they just hilarious. can't get through it without laughing yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah that okay and del so Vico these two are in the ring at some point they will have a moment to use their special ability mm-hmm. and the, the bell goes the yeah. bell tolls yeah yeah what uh what do we see happening first because i, I, I feel like costanza's got the uh, the temperament i feel like I he's think, yeah the he strike the first and, yeah i, I feel like he's to gonna attack. hear the bell he, yeah he's back in his military he's mindset. All, yeah he's also done uh done uh uh like been through a war although yeah, i believe right. he was just a cook, cook. right um <laughs> And I feel like, salt or yeah. as a schemer, <laughs> I feel like uh, Devito is going to maybe not be so quick to to jump. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe he'll he's maybe he'll kind of like try to hide or try to, to yeah. figure out some alternate way. Yeah, I think he's going to run from him. I think yeah. we're going to we're going to have two stocky old men chase each yeah. other in a circle for like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when Devito tires out, yeah. And and Cassandra's getting tired too, but I feel like he's got more stamina. I mean, Devito's drinks, eats cat food, right. yeah, <laughs> huffs glue. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he's got the the yeah. stamina. Yeah. When he does eventually start to tire, what does Cassandra do? Well, I don't know. We've got to we've got to talk about their special. Yeah, uh, what is the because uh, like I feel like their special th- purpose. I feel like might, I feel like at of one strength, point, he's going to rain down blows. That's yeah. what that's what Costanza could do. Like I feel like they're going to be they're going to get into a bit of a scuffle. Yeah. Uh, at one point, but they're older men now. Yeah. Devito 
I feel like if Costanza's special ability is sort of feats of strength raining down blows, the ability of to sort of have strength more than you would think of from an old man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like DeVito... Like like kind of like a Hulk out kind of thing. Yeah. Almost, yeah. I feel like DeVito could, like you said, crap himself or do something yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Really, disgusting, really disgusting. Really yeah. yeah. Start barfing or something to, like... <laughs> make it so that Costanza would not want to rain down blows upon right. this soiled disgusting old man. <laughs> Alright, so maybe that's what he does. Uh, maybe uh, Frank Costanza starts raining down blows upon him yep. and he just releases every function of his body <laughs> so he's slick with fluids. <laughs> Gross. And those yep. and the the blows that are rained down upon him just just slide, slide right, right off. off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just like he slid right out of that couch in the Christmas special. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so All then, but, and so gross. now he's able to slide away. He yeah, just kicks so. his foot and slides across the bottom of Thunderdome. He's just sliding like around in the comics, like yeah, yeah, like a little, yeah literally. Like a... But it's like instead of like a sheet of ice, it's just a sheet of piss and shit and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's some barf. There's barf yeah, in there. Think, so he's probably. like swirling around and yeah. and creating now, a he, very. You know how like Iceman makes his little ice ramp that he rides yeah. on, and then he can throw snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god. I, <laughs> They're not exactly snowballs. No, are, can but. he? Is he like? Does he have like little turd? I don't think they're. Su- I don't think they're superhuman. Are they? No, they're regular. <laughs> but I feel like that. But like, there's a lot of them. All right, so he could do the uh, tattoo rock parlor turd throw. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> This took a gross turn. Thanks, Frank Costanza. Yeah. Or no, uh, <laughs> no, Reynolds. Frank Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Frank- but Costanza now. I mean, the Costanzas are used to Del Boca Vista. I feel like <laughs> yeah. some some fluids is gonna are it's gonna, gonna send kinda him. It's gonna kind of gross him out. Send yeah. him. In, it's gonna send him into a rage. Certainly. Uh, I, I feel like know? he's gonna uh, t- be taken aback a little. He doesn't want to yeah. roll around, and he doesn't want to get touched by this. It's uh, he's used to sort of like the the good life. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So he gets hit with this uh, attack, let's call it, yeah. from Reynolds. Now yeah. what? Um, is that is he gonna Hulk out or is he gonna? Yeah, I feel like this is gonna this is gonna enrage him further. He's not gonna he... like poop. No, no, no. But I feel like he's gonna have to find some other way because again, as, he's as, not like gonna raining down, down blows, blows on him. they're just slipping right off of him. So he's mm-hmm. got to find some way to catch. Does he him. climb a pole not unlike a Festivus pole from? Oh, yeah, that's he... what I was just looking up and wondering about. Like, well, because I think it is the, the pole... raining down blows have to do with Festivus. Maybe the whole Festivus milieu is his. Special power, so he does get the Festivus pole, the steel pole. Yeah, so maybe he is climbing a Festivus pole, uh-huh. meanwhile airing his grievances about this disgusting, <laughs> disgusting man, which yeah. has taken Reynolds aback yeah. a little. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not, he's used to, he knows what he is, right? Uh, but he's not going to stop but I've completely. Seen his feelings but he has feelings, so maybe uh, one of his uh, grievances cuts a little deep, and he pauses for a moment in which Costanza takes to hurl himself from the top of the, of the Festivus, Festivus pole and yeah. land upon Reynolds. Yeah. Just ma- causing him to explode in a <laughs> <laughs> rain of disgusting fluids. Ah. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. He... Uh, I mean, I- I'm not sure if he explodes <laughs> because I, these are still. I think he's packed human full beings, of. I think, they I think he, well, I mean, we've done some pretty. Oh yeah, ravenous he's sliding. Stuff. Ar- he's sliding around on a ramp of made crap. of his own feces. So okay. <laughs> Yeah. We maybe had, mind yeah. trying to rain in the rain. I'm pretty sure obviously. in some of our, our other TV dad cases, we had people like rip heads open and shit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. all look, right. Look, it's a Festivus miracle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he stands up. That's the uh, true yeah. uh, 
number four role source of his power yeah. is the Festivus Miracles. Miracle yeah. at the end. So, or it, maybe, look, I don't want to have to take it to this place, but maybe from the top rope or from the from the top of the Festivus pole, he jumps down on him and uh, Frank, Reynolds, Frank Reynolds kind of goes the way of Fusilli Jerry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you want to put Frank Reynolds in uh, Frankenstein's spot? He's a small I, man. We don't, we don't have to. Well, I like the idea of him landing on Frank Reynolds. Frank Reynolds explodes in in a gory, fluidy rain of disgustingness, and yep. then Costanza stands up and goes, "It's a Festivus miracle!" In the rain of <laughs> in the rain of disgustingness. <laughs> if he could just tackle, I'll be happy if he can just say million to one shot, Doc. Million to one. <laughs> That's all I need from that episode. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, so Costanza goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like uh, as much as I like Reynolds. Yeah, Maybe against some other people he could have. Costanza is too much to handle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Next week is an exciting one. Uh, A TV dad I've been waiting for. Uh, I'm excited to have in the competition. Dan Connor. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. I was just having a conversation with a listener uh, uh, a a while back about this and just saying he's going to go so far. Yeah. 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 Dan Dan Connor. Dan Connor is, I think, a very heavy favorite at this point. Yeah. Uh, he will be going up against uh, uh, the second appearance of Richard Mulligan. Uh, yeah. Oh, Richard Mulligan from Soap? From Soap, totally. Yeah. Because Soap is about the two families. Yeah. Uh, so this is then the other side. We had the rich family before. Now yeah. we have the, the poor. Well, they're not even poor. They just aren't rich. Yeah. Uh, the Campbells. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Bert. Burt Campbell. So watch some of that. Yes, watch some more uh, soap because it's yeah. the best. That's a great show. Yeah, super good. Sweet. And watch some Roseanne because you know what? That show is pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. In, I still in, love that show. In between watching these TV shows, go to modernsuperior.com and you can find the new episodes of The Do-Over. There is a new episode of Two Turntables and a Bottle of Wine. There has been a recording session, I believe, for Faculty of Horror, so there'll be mm-hmm. new that. And then we got lots of other stuff up on there, Time Bandits and more. Yeah. Check all that stuff out. Drink along. Remember, I'm on the latest episode. Go check that one out. Yay! Uh, so also go to facebook.com slash synwpc or twitter.com slash synwpc to find all of our stuff. Interact with us on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, aside from that, see you next Wednesday, internet. Fuck Gene. <laughs> Fuck Gene goes to the end of safe haven. Anybody seen Richie? <laughs> 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 I like that as a new one. Yeah, it's all right. Hey, anybody seen Richie? Anybody know Richie, Richie did Bobby, Bobby Lupo? I'm not going to keep coming back until somebody can tell me where Richie did Bobby Lupo. <laughs> <laughs>
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.